Star Trek. How did it happen? When did it start? What are the people, the things that we couldn't say on television? What are the stories which haven't been told? These are the voices of Star Trek, the way we think, some of what we think about, some of what we talk about in private. This is Gene Roddenberry, and I'll be bringing you William Shatner, DeForest Kelly, or will it be Captain Kirk and Dr. McCoy? You'll have to decide where fiction leaves off and reality begins. You may find that they're both part of the other. You'll also hear from a science fiction great, Isaac Asimov, also from Spock's Falcon father, Ambassador Serac, plus more. Welcome to Inside Star Trek. Hey pals, we're into it, so I'm going to do the intro thing. This is it? This is the Boy Hattie Podcast, coming to you live from Bill's Basement. We're here to talk to you all about more pop culture detritus. I'm Annie. I'm fat and American, and I love corn syrup. That's Bill. <laughs> and what am I doing right now? Foley's touching my face, petting yeah, my face. Petting yeah, petting Annie. Hi, that's Foley, my wife. You make it sound like being petted by a lover well, is I checked, bad. I checked my SEO, and I'm not just your wife, I'm also God. That's right. Wait, that's what's right. that? Foley did the thing where you do your first name is and see what Google auto-completes. Oh, okay. yeah. Foley is God is the first result. Really? Yeah. Does that like mean God in like another language? Presumably. Anyway, let's get back to what y'all were talking about. The important thing, apparently, I did not know this, shows what I know. Uh, the uh, Battlefield 1... Maybe <laughs> got chastised, yeah. The Battlefield 1 beta is out for the PS4 beta? this week. The beta. Yeah, well, it was in close well, because like somebody's last been weekend. playing a lot of Overwatch. I have been playing a lot of Overwatch. Have you been playing Overwatch fully? No. Okay. No. Annie, did you see the picture I found of It's Mercy, but she's like, I, she's like Kate too. McKinnon in Ghostbusters, so she's licking oh, her she's gun. she's licking her gun. That's that cracks good. me up. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's that's our Overwatch quarter this week. No, <laughs> no we'll get so back fully, to Overwatch. Fully, you don't play but... Overwatch? I, I don't. Talk I about Battlefield 1. We'll talk about Overwatch. I just don't want to, like, shush. I want to, I want to think, I, I gave Overwatch. I want to frame your, yeah. I gave Overwatch a shot. Um, and it's that just. That was bullshit. I just, I just, I think it's pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I'd be a lot more, I would be a lot more interested in it if it had a story mode. I would be a lot more interested in it if they had figured out some sort of story with which to tie all those things together. Even if you were like level by level playing, having the option to play different characters. Yeah. Something. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're running around. I, I am always very impressed when um you manage to do like when you manage to score like a ten person kill streak when you're Lucio. Uh, Lucio, yeah, Bill, you you watched a little bit of my game where I was sucking, and the game after that, after you stopped obser- per, uh, observing, uh, I got. How did a 10 you know I was observing? Streak. It says, Mr. Oh, really? Is, obs- is observing? Is okay, yeah, because yeah. I, I I I decided I didn't want to suddenly jump into your game uh-huh. and freak you out. Just, but I was you like, can. I, think I, was, I was oh I was gonna be playing video games with the, the other day with somebody, and I, sure. I was like. Well, killing time until people showed up. I was like, oh, I'll watch Annie play Overwatch. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was waiting for Kate to get on so we could play a little bit. Oh, you guys together. were playing together. Yeah. Okay. We, have, yeah. we, have, we try to have weekly Overwatch dates. But uh, but no, I watched you murder 10 people in a row with Lucio. Which Lucio! Seems, yeah. It made me Not, feel like I was immortal. Yeah, it's so that's a weird I, I had really a really good Lucio day. How do you, are you knocking people off of platforms? Because Lucio's gun does the force push thing. You can. I'm not very good at getting that right. I, I've, I've killed people using that, but only because it does do some damage. I yeah. haven't knocked people off the platform. You did pretty good because I saw you. You were playing a match on Eichenwald, and I was like, yeah. "I gotta check that shit out." Well, we can talk about Eichenwald, but I want you to guys to talk about that. Well, I, I, yeah, but so I was I asking didn't... Foley because Foley was talking about how she... 
Fo I and Foley showed up just as I was in the middle of playing the Battlefield 1 beta, and I handed Foley the controller, and Foley had a really good time, even though you only played for, like, ten minutes, but... <gasps> Battlefield, that, that, that type of Battlefield is a, is a game where, like, I can die a lot, and it doesn't actually, like, bother me. Yeah. Um... Well, especially on Battlefield, it's all objective-based, so the killing isn't... Killing or dying doesn't matter as much yeah. as just defending the point and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and not I'm, that I've played a ton of Battlefield. No, but, but like I mean, I, like I said, like I was telling you, I played the, I tried to play um, some battle, or I played some Battlefield, um, uh, Battlefront, Star, Star Wars, Wars Battlefront, Battlefield, Star Wars whatever Battlefront, the fuck it is, yeah. yeah. Um, which is which was beautiful, and I played it when we were back um, visiting our our, um, our your sister, my sister in law, mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. So I played with my brother in law, and it was fun. Yeah. But well, not this... very good. Though. It, it's all very linear, and it's not the big. It's not. I don't know. Something about yeah. There I, yeah. There was something about like that that felt kitschy about um, being able to like you know like 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 it, if you're using Overwatch terms like your ultimate was like being able to turn into one of the iconic characters. And yeah. I was like, mm. at least in what it looks like in stuff like like Battlefield, like you can get on a horse and you can become more powerful. You can get in a plane and if you can figure out how to control it, you yeah. can do some cool it's stuff. It's a big sandbox. You know, yeah. and it's this big sandbox. And also like I love the fact that they went um part of the reason I fell out of love with uh, Call of Duty um is is because they started futurizing it mm -hmm. which i'm just not that mean i mean like to be fair the new one that has like the space stuff that was really neat looking but even their modern day quote-unquote quote modern day stuff is so futuristic it's kind yeah. of detached yeah. from reality yeah so so i just kind of was like because eh, nah. if i'm interested in something it tends to be historical mm -hmm. yeah. and 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 the fact that battlefield went back and did world war one and that you have such a breadth of of different environments to play in hopefully in the campaign yeah well, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't been keeping much track other than seeing the original like the the announcement yeah trailer yeah. and it, this you and i have seen about it but as both yeah. as, as what's supposed to be in this which game, is beautiful it's so pretty and it does look like, really weather nice. and... yeah you haven't even seen yourself oh. like the fucking fog and the fucking desert storms yeah. and shit like that yeah so good um it's pretty cool i i'm pleasantly surprised i'm 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 really excited about it that looks that looks yeah. so, i got killed by a sniper like three times you Don't laughed care. you're having a good time i yeah. know i was like yeah you did real <laughs> well, good you know that means that you can find that same sniper rifle and do that same damage. I know that like, may be so. That just, <laughs> that just shows the options of things you can do in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Or finding someone because because there's so many other people and because the map is so big. Yeah. That there there was an option that like, ran around a corner. I thought I saw somebody go around that corner. Ran around the corner. He was laying prone. He was trying to, you know, long range. Uh, shoot at somebody, like check some stuff out, and just like stab him with my you bayonet. Ice like, that motherfucker! So good. Yeah. Um, oh man, yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good. It's a good stress. I'm just looking forward and going. Oh, I can feel my stress melt away. Oh, that's a nice thing with like like I've never played a ton of the Battlefield games. I mm -hmm. played uh, Battlefield 1942, 1943, whichever was the one. It was downloadable exclusive or downloadable only title for like the Xbox 360. Yeah, I think um, I remember that. Well, one. it was for previous consoles. It was probably on the PlayStation 3, but I, it wasn't like a big disc game with like a single player campaign. It was just like two or three maps. I remember something but... about like going through like a a, a jungle. Like there was a really, really good like environment stuff with like, yeah. It was water all South and... Pacific, so you're yeah. fighting like there was an Iwo, Iwo Jima map. There yeah. was a couple, just a couple islands you were on essentially. Yeah. yeah. And it again, it was just objective based, and it was just each island was just a big sandbox mm -hmm. with uh, tanks and planes and just. 
just war. Yeah. It was like it's play. It's, just, I mean, it's and this is the, this this did the similar thing. Yeah. Whereas like Star the, the the Star Wars game, it has a lot of this. Like you can't go steal like an X wing fighter. Like if X wing fighter is essentially like an ultimate Overwatch where you find the power up and you can turn into an X wing yeah. fighter for thirty seconds. But you can't go steal it. You can't go steal it, and you can't like fly around indefinitely. And this this you can actually go steal vehicles and do this yeah. and. The, at least the one map in the Battlefield 1 demo was big enough, you can kind of hide and kind of... Yeah. I don't know. It's, and I fucking it's... love being able to spawn into... Yeah. Like, being able to pick your spawn point and then being able to... Which I know they've had for a while, but, like, being able to spawn into a moving vehicle with a friendly. Yeah. And then just, like, just... just Because join... they have the squad, so you can join so everyone good. else in your squad. So, so The good. best thing is when you teleport in an airplane and a crusty-ass old, like, biplane and nice. you want someone who can barely pilot, but you're, like, shooting in the turret. It and it's, yeah. you feel like uh, fucking uh, James Bond in fucking it'll, The Last Crusade. You're shooting off your own. You think you might shoot off your own fucking wait, tail wait, wait, of your airplane. Oh, James Bond. James, oh, oh, Sean oh, Connery. Oh, Sean Connery. I was like thinking James Bond did The Last Crusade. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, you have to turn around your pilot who's also as terrible as you are as a pilot. He's like, they got us, son. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good. And yeah, oh. I'll be curious to see how much content is in the final game. But the beta, yeah. like the one map and everything, I've had a good time. And it still keeps on. You guys just found it. The beta's been out all week. You guys just found out about it. I think the beta does continue until Wednesday. So you got a couple days to check it out. And so. We'll get you on that, my dude. Yeah! Oh, it's so good. Yes. It's it's good time. Yes. And the best, I fucking love it because on that map, um. All of the I th- I think it's the it's it's the same for both teams regardless mm-hmm. because on that map the only two teams are the the teams are, it... are the Brits and the Turks uh-huh, uh-huh. and oh but all the objectives are like uh, objective apples and so you're being yelled at by your it, you can choose either lady voice or or mm-hmm. dude voice where they're like oh you must go save objective apples they just kind of hilarious just and you use a gas mask and you find a flamethrower and you can flamethrow. <gasps> Other people die <laughs> screaming in this game when you catch them on fire. I unlocked incendiary grenades, Aww. hit someone in the face, and their character started going, and it was like, it's a fun game. Well, There's moments I'm like, oh shit, this is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it it looked like um, from everything in the trailer, and and from what I from what I could glean from that is like there's gonna be an opportunity where you're gonna be doing something on an aircraft carrier. That's there's blimps and shit. Interesting. So, there's yeah. blimps. That was there's... my favorite thing. Battlefield 1942, because like all the all the the maps in that game were like someone's uh, so one team spawns on an aircraft carrier and the other mm-hmm. one's on the island and mm-hmm. had to do defense. Yeah, and so of course it was great. Everyone's like trying to steal each other's airplanes on the aircraft carrier and go bomb the island, vice versa and stuff. Ah! So, but yeah, anything with like our if there, I didn't see that there's an aircraft carrier, but I hope there is because that was one of my favorite things of Battlefield 1943. Oh gosh, because um, you well the, the whole reason I bring this up is because while you were playing, you were talking about how you weren't excited for any games coming yeah. out this fall and. Not, I mean, not really. Not to play anything. Yeah. Like it, that's it's this year's been really tough, and um, even just like like being excited to play anything, um, yeah. and have that kind of that that kind of uh, release is the wrong word, but like just something to be excited about to, yeah. to come home and 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 be pumped about. And if playing. you get outraged, at least it's gonna be the good kind of hour. It's like that motherfucker. I gotta go get bo- so bomb his ass. Something or, yeah. about it is so good and so 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 oddly relaxing. I feel bad about that in some ways because it is it, it you know like oh I'm gonna get on the thing and play war games and somebody's gonna die or but, it's but still... I don't think it's funny. And actually, the thing that the thing that's um impressive about what Dice is doing is that uh, so when Last of Us came out. 
one of the things about that game that that stuck with me the longest besides just loving it was Mm -hmm. the brutality of it like like which which is not to say i loved it but what it did make the violence that occurs in that game stand out and feel gross yeah if that if that in makes a sense. quote unquote good way yeah it was in a, a good way that it wasn't gratuitous you, power it made you very shit, conscious yeah. of what you were doing yeah. especially because you could get hurt so easily doing it and the idea that from what i have seen even just from briefly interacting with this is that the the violence that's in it feels that same way and feels like 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 you have if you have a conscience then you you when you when you perform something you're like yeah it looks cool and yeah it's intense but it's also kind of like oh he he's on fire it's <laughs> yeah a, he's not going home to his his parents well, that's, like, a, that's what i was saying when i found know? the flamethrower and i got into a fight and there were two guys and i said oh yeah this is gonna be fun i'm gonna roast him i didn't expect their bodies to keep on running and screaming and yeah. i was like Oh, like, I feel weird in that. The power fantasy of having the flame, and they're like, "Oh shit!" There are repercussions to this. Yeah, like, that's grim. Yeah, and uh, I was playing that's yesterday. Neat. I was on that objective E out in the middle. Yeah, of the yeah, desert, yeah, which is super cool. And some other guy was trying to liberate it because I had captured it, and we were sneaking around like this little fucking bunch of rubble and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I happened to turn a corner, and he happened to be right there, and I just happened to hit melee. And I hadn't really even seen what melee did yet. I pulled out my sword and chucked it right into his shoulder. And he fell to his knees, and I had to, like, pull it out of his shoulder, and he just... Yeah. It was just, holy shit, and it kind of, like... It kind of made you think for half a second, although that kind of loses its power the third time in a row you've sure, got up and sure. drop, I mean, you know, sunk your sword into someone's shoulder, and you see the an- same animation again, but, it's, but still, but, it's... But it's also, it's also interesting because, it's, like, World War One is that last, like... It's in, that is an interesting war. It's an interesting war for them to cover because it's there was this attempt by certain countries to still remain chivalrous, yeah, and to still and they got their teeth kicked in, and they yeah. got their teeth kicked in, and then you have to change your you have to change how you approach everything. And there's this this you know the war is different now, yeah, and and that's that's kind of fascinating, and it's fascinating to deal with that from a gaming perspective as well. So it's gonna be fucking cool. Hopefully, it'll be cool. No, it'll be cool. even if it, you know what I would almost pay sixty dollars just for to have just the beta yet and just to play with friends because like especially if you're playing with a couple of people that you trust and you can get all again on the same squad you can be on squad monkey yeah that's a randomly generated squad name that shows up sometimes so you could be squad monkey trying to liberate op uh, uh objective apples which cracks me up <laughs> but Foley, i'm seriously glad that you found something even if you only played yeah. it for 10 seconds something you're so pretty put a smile on your it's face. so pretty it is Aww. it's so pretty wait till you, you get a sandstorm and you can't see shit and you're like what the fuck yeah Aww. and you can see people walking in the horizon distant shapes and you're trying to, is that a good guy or a bad guy and then suddenly they're firing at you and you're like oh fuck off well, here's, like firing here's, into the sand here's and, a question and yeah. this is the thing have this has a sandstorm happened to you yeah okay and and, and fog when, okay and then when those things happen do your friendly things go away uh from what i saw at least close range there's still some stuff on the horizon mm-hmm. but enough that like i couldn't tell okay yeah that's and, interesting that's... so either that means i was stuck by a lot like, a lot of enemies a lot of enemies or they used to strip it from everybody yeah I, if they do that's fucking neat like mm-hmm. that's that's a really really good detail the to one put in there. thing i they do definitely do keep is the objective marker so yeah. at least you can get a re- orientation of like okay objective a is over there e's over here but that aside everything else is just kind of shifting and the sound design is really good especially yeah. if you're wearing headphones and it's just it's <sighs> sounds great yeah, I was uh, I I had played the Titanfall 2 uh, beta that had come mm-hmm. out last week. That was okay, but that was just 
This has definitely got a little more meat on it. I'm really more interested in this than I am with the Titanfall stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I wonder what the... And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> I, I'm wondering what the Battlefield 1 Special Edition... Does it come with, like, a fucking grenade or something like that? It comes, or, like, with, a the, gas it comes mask? with a potato masher, but it's you pull the thing... That's what I'm wondering. And you pull the thing, and it's a it's a party favor. There you go. I like that. <laughs> That's I like where you that. get, like, your download code uh, slips <laughs> come out. Yeah, yeah little yeah, paper. I love, that... it. I love it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, what else you guys been up to? Um, well, speaking of newness in multiplayer, yeah, the new um, Overwatch map came out, Eichenwald. Uh-huh. Eichenwald. How do you feel it's about it? It's a lot it? of fun! <laughs> I, uh, I've only played, like, maybe an hour of Overwatch this week, but I spent that hour in, in the weekly brawl. In Eichenwald. In Eichenwald. Yeah, because it's all just that map this week, yeah. It's such a fun, fun, fun map. Like, I was worried about it because there are so many nooks and crannies. And, like, uh-huh. like It's well, a fun big map, too. It's yeah. huge, yeah. But it's it's a really fun space, and the choke points are really mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And it's nice because the characters I play... Are, tend to be kind of vulnerable. Like I t- like to play um, Lucio, Reaper, um, Reinhardt, and um, Torbjorn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to really be able to take advantage of the verticality in this map. No. I'm going to get spanked. But it's a really nicely balanced map, and yeah. it's really beautifully designed. My favorite... Um, so the first thing I did was, I before I even jumped in the game, as soon as the patch was downloaded, I started custom match with only me in it, where I was the only person on the team, and then uh, noodled around Eichenwald and just explored. And the best part is that the game is still, like, it's not tourist mode or something. It's still a match. So so like capture the objective and I'm like bitch I'm looking <laughs> yeah, and so on. I just noodle it around and then at the end of it I got um, needless to say I got play of the game and play of the game was literally just me as Reinhardt gently noodling into a restaurant and inspecting the menu <laughs> the chalkboard menu yeah <laughs> Play of it was the a game. music play. It was the last so thing good. you did. They're really like, great. I guess this. That I guess is this. hilarious. You yeah. did. You did fucking fall off. Oh, you I did fall off the map numerous times. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a couple, especially the closer you could get the castle. There's a, like not a drawbridge, but there is yeah. a stone bridge that yeah. you could easily fall. Well, I wanted off. to see what it looks like down there, yeah. so I jumped down. To did see you see? It? Well, like uh, so, there's uh like you can go under the road or over the road uh-huh. leading yeah. up to the castle, yeah. like yeah. a dog uh-huh. legged turn. And under the road, there's one little bit where you can. We couldn't figure out why it's there but it's just like uh, opens into an empty chasm with mm-hmm. just the creek bel- that goes beneath the it's bridge rom- to the castle mm, it's romantic yeah it, it's, it's kind of pretty you can and take you farrah can take mercy there that's, that's right. right yeah yeah <laughs> is that a big thing this Probably. yeah is that mercy a, yeah. for mercy that's a yeah, really that's why thing. when you said no yeah mercy is the mom i made a face because that's not true it's totally a a, a cora asami thing like yeah. almost, oh you were yeah, talking exactly. about that okay yeah, yeah. i think yeah. this is the third week in a row i've asked you about yeah. is that a thing um but yeah no i can well it's 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 it's, it's really map. big although it's deceptively complex because once you yeah. realize it's kind of just a big u-shape essentially yeah. but there's all these little restaurants you can go into yeah. and great windows and well it's great just, that though it's super vertical there's lots of cover points yeah yeah so like i've been able to hide from farah's missile assault mm-hmm. and i've been able to hide from high noons in a way that i never had before which yeah. is how i got my 10 lucio kill streak yeah because i was able to keep on keeping on as my little frog boy it also just looks really pleasing it's, it's just nicely nice. designed it's, really I mean, it's, it's still kind of like low poly i mean uh, blizzard's an expert with after like 10 years of wow of yeah. kind of creating pleasing heightened cartoony worlds with mm-hmm. like minimal polygons and still mm-hmm. kind of stripped bare but still it's just a, still kind of like 
It's, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a talent. Yeah. My favorite prop in the whole thing are the steins. Yeah. Cuz they're stein, but they have kind of like a gun grip to them. So really? they're like cy- they're they're very traditional looking steins, but they're also kind of cyber steins. It's yeah. such a nice detail. Yeah, playing with friends, we were like, "Oh man, if they ever built like a a Blizzard amusement park and mm-hmm. they have to yeah. add like a hub for the Overwatch world, yeah. like the actual the main square of Eichenwald would be yeah. great or the castle, even yeah. the interior of the castle with the like the yeah. with the lightings coming in yeah. a lot of stuff and kind of makes it look mysterious without looking too grim and dank right. but yeah. still it's 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 very disney-esque yeah and it's kind of like heightened reality that's still cartoony and deceptively they blizzard are so good at designing pleasing environments and pleasing yeah. characters and stuff yeah. it's almost yeah. deceptive how good at it they yeah. are because it's hard they make it look effortless because i've seen a lot of people complain about how Eichenwald just looks boring it's just kind of a castle and stuff but it's 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 it's, it's, it's no so it's nicely it's, crafted yeah it's very pleasing it's very fun space to run around and with. there are little and, things like you you find one scenic overlook which is really a spot where you can get blasted off and there's a cute <laughs> little yeah. like warning sign of warning at the ledge and you look and there's a bench on it of course and there's a little laptop because yeah. someone was sitting there Working with the view, and I'm like, yeah, of course you are. Oh, you found where Reinhardt carved yeah, his name into the bar. Oh, really? the bar. <laughs> it's a good moment. Why <laughs> they create a little cubby hole inside the castle just for the Dark Souls joke? Yep. There's a the little yep. like sword, is it a flaming sword, like buried yeah, the in, the, in the fucking stones? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. Overwatch is good as shit. I can't wait for Halloween. Yeah, Folly yesterday almost bought me some more loot crates. The only thing I like to do in Overwatch. Oh, they, well, they just Specific- put out the new emotes and stuff, too. Yes. They did. And, and two new great. skins for Reinhardt. Yeah. yeah. And we, yeah. May, we, may, we may buy some things, but the only thing I like to do is open loot crates. It's very satisfying <laughs> to open loot crates. So I've always looked at Annie Fully like, almost bought me something. I'm like, girl, we gotta wait for Halloween, Because it's probably only gotta be a couple weeks. I'm sure yeah. it'll be like the beginning of October they'll have a new thing. Yeah, Halloween. So, did you see this is officially the start of the second season of Overwatch? I'm not high enough level to even compete in competitive Well, play, no, but they were so. talking about like they're, they want to have new content debut at the start of every yeah. season, too, so even if you don't, I don't care about the competitive stuff because my my fun with Overwatch is it's just fun time yeah. killing. But I'm not really worried about the competitive stuff, yeah. which puts too much pressure on the game and makes it less fun. Yeah. But it's interesting to see that like maybe it might be like new maps, new characters maybe coming out like every three months. Because I give guess give me Sombra, you damn assholes. Yeah. Give me. We already had give that me, new character. Give me uh, give me Athena. Oh man, I had a match the other day. It was the first time I did really well with Anna for the first time. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of head, like oh. like some headshots and shit. Like, yeah, Anna Anna was responsible for my first ever teabagging yesterday. Oh no, uh, we what were, it was in skirmish mode, um, and uh, Anna came up and teabagged me, or excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> sleep darted me, and then a Reinhardt Reinhardt came over and teabagged me, and Foley's like, "Is oh. it worse that it's Reinhardt?" It is because yeah. he's got the big German metal balls. I, no, no, I love Reinhardt. He's one of my favorite oh, characters. Oh, but that's uh, but also being I betrayed. Mean, yeah, he's got. I the... wasn't talking about the big guys. I am never, for the record, <laughs> talking about ball sacks. That's not. That's not. See, that's why you gotta play Junkrat because no one can ever uh, teabag you unless they want to die. They have to be super committed because Junkrat, when he dies, he automatically drops a bunch of grenades. Oh, oh that's I was in true. a match yesterday. Well, it wasn't. This I didn't McCree. die. I got. I got. Um, sleep fucking darted. sleep darted. That's why you got teabagged. Because you te- you die. Oh, that's true. I guess you People can't teabag Junkrat. I mean, you did bring up balls because you said teabagging. So then that's just, what it's called. I know, but we just went. But to that's a place. the whole point. Of it, yeah. I know, but just know that I am never thinking about balls, you guys. <laughs> am I thinking about dicks? Maybe. Am I ever thinking about? It's weird that you're thinking about them alone. Just alone. Just a dick. Just, well, that's the only way I experience that is free floating dicks. <laughs> Either just an image on the internet or be like a my really, collection of them. Like Have a you really guys heard about docking? Cool 70s. 
Is that when you stick your balls in someone? No. no I, actually, I, for I, once, actually, what I'm talking about is not nearly as bad as what you're imagining. <laughs> Doc, Joshin showed this to me for the first time last night. We There were a couple... We, we were, uh, well, housemates came... Well, wait, no. We had... Friends came over last Frame night. Frame this correctly. There was a card game, and then... And then two men docked. There were some... Well, we had two elderly gay men over here, and they were explaining to us in various gay terms. Is docking when you they put your foreskin docking. over someone else's Kind of, yeah, exactly, yeah. It helps if you have foreskin, but yes, exactly. Imagine... Well, I mean, I would spaceships imagine... Spaceships docking. How can you do it without penises. foreskin? Well, that's what I'm saying. You kind of need it. Rubber gloves. You have rubber gloves. Oh, rubber gloves. Gloves. Oh, rubber gloves. really? Push the head of the dick back in and kind of kind of make some foreskin. So Bill's a doctor, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the doctor. Doctor, make the penis heads. Hey, Doctor Bill. This yeah. week, <laughs> we watched. Uh, Foley and I borrowed from Bill the Miyazaki uh, box set. Yeah. So I pitched to Foley. I'm like, let's watch all the Miyazaki movies in order. Oh I, no! I haven't seen all the Miyazaki films. I've only Have you seen, seen a handful. Foley? Yeah, I've only, I've only seen a couple. <laughs> what? No. So we oh, started they're, they're with. Not the, oh. Overrated. We started with um, <laughs> terrible man. Turns out on Super Mercenary, I hate Miyazaki. But I love anyway. Yeah. Started with Castle of Castigliano, Gagliano, Gaga, blah blah blah. Uh, Pasta sauce. Fun. It's so funny though because the villain in that is it's like oh look Miyazaki figured out that face and then just did that face for <laughs> the rest the of villain? their career. Like, the villain looks exactly like it's such a Miyazaki oh, so face. Good. It's like, yeah. it's so good. Square he looks kind like, of frog. He face. Sort of looks, he lot of, yeah. He sort of looks like Angry Ponyo. Yeah, kind of like Angry Ponyo. Kind of like those big. Uh, like it's like a face I've seen in a million. That's it's funny because everyone at Studio Ghibli is kind of forced to draw like Miyazaki, but when me, you can tell very specifically a Miyazaki yeah. design character because yeah. like <laughs> kind of weird shit. Yeah. Oh, that's how glad Slightly... I did with the whole box set then. So instead yeah. of just watching Porco Rosso, you're actually like watching some of the yeah, other well, shit. Yeah, we'll get to go to watch him. Oh, what do you think of the car chase at the beginning? Man, it's, it's so good. That's a good. That's so was beautiful. A lot of fun. Supposedly one of Steven Spielberg's favorite car chases ever in movies. I'll believe like, it. It was great. Like, fucking it's so good. Pigeons falling out of the, out of the fucking glove department. Yeah. And all this shit. Also, it's like fucking... details. Wolf is good. really Lupin. Wolf is really charming. Yeah, and... Lupin's a schmuck. Yeah, yeah. I love him so much. I have never seen any any Lupin the Third at this all. This is the one everyone like. If you know Lupin, yeah, pro- it's but just probably like, your... wait. There's a okay. He's got a, he's got a gangster, Little John. Okay, I'm right. Well, yeah, he hangs out with a gangster and, and a samurai, like a samurai for no reason. Oh, that, that guy, face. Yeah. That is angry ponyo. And it's also like the witch, the evil witch from Spirited Away. That's like, kind of half. Know. You know what? Actually, when when Miyazaki kind of draws himself, it's pretty much yeah. that with a beard and glasses. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Squared, squat-faced frog mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. It's such a fun I love the movie. castle that they're all yeah. hanging out, which is actually uh, was a big inspiration for the Castlevania games, because especially Castlevania oh, 3. Oh, really? They, a lot of the backgrounds are just... People point out just straight out traced from that movie. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Well, yeah, but that's, yeah, Miyazaki's his first feature. So did you guys watch That's the Only One You Watched so yeah, far? Yeah. So far, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's actually not that. He's done 12 movies, which is a lot that's of movies. a lot of movies. But uh, if you give yourself As time, though. To, well, you could power through it. Yeah, but I'm not what's trying the, to. It feels, the, like, feels like just fucking coast. Just fucking is plow right through. The next one, Nausicaa, yeah, I guess? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, I have, I, th- I think I've only seen once. I saw it before. Before I read the comic, I kind of want to reread the comic before I I've got the, the comic over there. Well, I've got so it right I. on my shelf. So. I've never seen it or read it. I saw Nasca for the first time like two years ago. Yeah. Well, I was actually doing research for the for the. Yeah. Well, it just came on Blu-ray for the first time mm-hmm. in the states, and I just happened to be doing research for my Miyazaki prints, and I I had seen bits and pieces of, it, but I never sat down. Good luck. <laughs> 
It's not bad. Yeah. But yeah. it's a little slow. At I least really liking the comic and yeah, there, really not liking the movie. There were there were moments during um, It's got a nice ending. During mm-hmm. during Castle of Yeah, Cagliostro or whatever. Uh where uh I was just like, wow. Like Miyazaki and Kojima are not that different. Yeah, <laughs> like these are things that are no. There's like a there's they're doing I, their thing and they're doing it wholeheartedly. Yeah, and you better be on board. Cagliostro is nice because it's it's more personality and stuff. Yeah. At least it's not yeah. quite so. It's not because everyone thinks of Miyazaki. Think of Miyazaki, flight comics, puffy clouds. Oh, or like you know, yeah, yeah. is a little more like dudes shooting at each other, car chasing yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, Nausicaa's when it starts getting into. What are we doing to Mother Earth? Yeah. yeah. Which is not bad. <laughs> about the nature of nature. But if you want to sit down and just have a good time and watch a movie, it gets a little yeah. like... <laughs> All right. And yeah, then, you, and then I you're get like it, looking but... at your, your, your soda bottle going like... Aah. It's prettier than it's... It, yeah, it's more pretty than is like interesting in yeah. terms of like being entertained. Yeah. yeah. So I listen. So what I'm gleaning is listen to Beyonce's Lemonade while watching... Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Mute. Or have sex or something like that. So it's beautiful music, like inspirational, but like... <laughs> That's the first thing I think of when I think of Nasca. It's a great movie to what fuck music? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we moved the TV into the bedroom. Well, that's Annie. You just come up, came up with this week's episode title. Miyazaki, great to fuck to. Uh, what, what, what studio Ghibli Miyazaki, whatever bullshit have you guys seen? Ponyo? Anything? Totoro? I've seen Spirited Away. That, I guess I've seen Ponyo. It's hard to beat Ponyo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Spirited yeah. Away, Ponyo, Totoro, and I did see Kiki's Delivery Service, but I didn't really pay full attention to it. Though, Man, the dub on that Blu-ray set is great, because it got Phil Hartman. Yeah. He's a cat yelling, yeah. Kiki, what yeah. are you doing, Kiki? <laughs> uh, and I saw what's Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, well, yeah, I know, because we day. saw that together. We, you I, came No, up... Bill, you said, we talked about this last time with podcasts. Really? I was not in Portland you when that movie came out. Are you must have come out. You must have been reading your live journal. Yes. Fuck that shit. Yes, I did write Which, on my that is a boring ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, says the guy who's actually designing Hotel's Moving Castle right now. But, uh, oh, speaking of Studio Ghibli, it's not Miyazaki, but it's still from the same company. I've raved about this movie before. It's only uh-huh. yesterday. Omihiri mm-hmm. Poroporo is famous because it's 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 an animation that's just about a lady, an elderly lady of the age of twenty seven. <laughs> Uh, kind of reviewing her life and not what's gone wrong, but she's kind of like, she's 27, she's a single office worker, she's kind of lonely, but she likes to spend her summers uh, vacationing, not not even vacationing, but just like working on a farm out in the middle of nowhere, and it kind of confounds everyone she knows, because they're like, you work so hard, why are you just spending your time like working on a farm out in the middle of nowhere? And she's kind of trying to think why she like like, loves isolation and stuff so Mm -hmm. much. And so the movie kind of skips between her being 27 and being out on this on this farm and her recollections of herself as a child and the experiences that shaped her personality and stuff like that there's absolutely no reason why this movie needs to be animated because it's just a slice of life thing about this woman in like late 80s japan right recollecting about her life in the in the 60s as a child uh but this movie it was the last studio ghibli movie that had never been officially released in the states it had a theatrical debut like i think earlier this spring finally came out on blu-ray just not that long ago and I watched it for the first time on Blu-ray. It is actually... I liked it in the past, but now, again, this kind of difference between appreciating something yeah. and actually being entertained by something, like yeah, Nausicaa, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you like, can go, like, that's pretty. Yeah. But I'm not like, let's watch some Nausicaa. Yeah. Now, with the, the dub on this, mm-hmm. is nice enough that, like, I could say, let's watch some oh, animated yes, girl right. picking flowers <laughs> on a farm. Because it's, it's, it's Daisy Ridley, mm-hmm. weirdly doing an American accent. Well, uh, there's the main dude in the movie is Dave Patel. 
Dev, Dev, Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Oh yeah. my god, I already fucked it he up. He is a hunk. Oh now. man, he's a monster hunk. We saw a trailer for is a movie he? called Lion, and he looks. Is that so the one where he's got a beard now? Yes. Of course, that's... Phil. Of course, I'm objectifying him. Assume that he's looking. Well, if you guys want to borrow only, only yesterday and hear him with his natural British accent, be hello. What's all this? Thing? <laughs> what's all this? But it's, I mean, if you want to see an anime movie where the girl spends half the time talking about how she got her first period. I can say right here. Boom. Only yesterday. Sign Good times. Me up. But it's cute. It's actually it's it's because like and I, I know a lot of fucking anime nerds are all like fuck uh it's fuck dub movies. It's all about yeah, fucking Handsome subtitle. Guy. But no, I think the, the Studio Ghibli movies really benefit from you know it's nice to go back and watch it. Have the well, option to have it. You're not looking at the text. You're you're just absorbing the film. Exactly. You can actually yeah. just watch it. Watch it without like it doesn't feel like so much like homework watching. Movies. Yeah, I, I hate I, to be that person who says that, but yeah, sometimes no. it can be. Yeah, sometimes it can be, especially a foreign film. Yeah. I mean, I I like a, I like a subtitle. Normally, I like a subtitle because normally dubs are done poorly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think it's a little easier to do a dub better on an animated film Definitely. than it is to do it on a live yeah, action film. Yeah, a so like a lot of live action stuff like I pref- if it's a foreign language film I will prefer to watch it subbed. Yeah. Um and then maybe what? I just watch it twice if I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but uh but on animated stuff, yeah, when they get the when they get the dub right. Yeah. But then it's always weird too cuz need if you if you're trying to close caption anything. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, like wait, what is the, this is not the same script. Yeah. What movie is this? And well, also the, the the rewriting of the script is better because also the dubbed is very or the 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 subtitles for especially for a movie like this only yesterday are very literal. Yeah. Mm. Whereas uh, for the dubbed, they actually went out of their way to kind of like contextualize everything, sure. so it makes more it's just more organic presentation yeah. of yeah. Sure. what the ha- what the personalities are, what the characters are feeling. Yeah. Like there's a whole like the ending of the movie I, when I first saw it, it's subtitled. It was kind of like, wait, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> the fuck is this not what i didn't say what the fuck is this piece of shit but i was like what the movie Mm -hmm. just sounded like yeah well that's kind of weird watching it this time i'm like oh okay it actually kind of it's not a huge action climax or anything like that but i'm thinking emotionally i could see oh that i could see why you would make that the climax just because chase and a bank robbery (laughs) oh man she fucking blows up that farm she walks away it's blown up behind her she's not even looking back it's like it's like it's gonna make for a great print though it's also like like in the background is miyazaki drawn turtle face the rock yeah exactly yeah so, but yeah, no, it's it's kind of kind of only yesterday. Check it out. So, you guys, if you guys want to borrow, it's not Miyazaki. It's the other guy who did like Grave of the Fireflies and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have a but... stack. Once we get through a stack of movies, then we'll borrow something else. She's so happy. She got purse. <laughs> she spends the movie w- 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 hoping for a little enamel purse, and she gets it. She gets so happy. It's nice. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the little I'm, I am such a lady. Sometimes inside. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, things that make us very, very happy, new Bake Off this week. Oh Man, God, what happened? That gingerbread. Did you not watch it? Oh, yeah. I just watched it last night, and even oh, okay. then, it kind of. Well, I watched it with my friends, my housemates, mm-hmm. and we were all like. We watched the first episode, and we were so. We got so excited about Bake Off coming back. Yeah. That by the second episode, we were kind of like. On a low from being so high, yeah, yeah, yeah. We You're needed crashing. to get some. We should have gotten some sugar just to kind of bring. Yeah, us, yeah we were yeah, crashing, I mean, you, you and so cake. it kind of washed over me. And so, uh, yeah, man, no shit. It that stressed that, me the that fuck out. That gingerbread challenge was the most stressful what? challenge. Because usually gingerbread challenges don't they kind of usually come later in the season? 
this I feel like they're kind of amping early. up the difficulty. Because yeah. usually yeah. it's not quite so many people they making... Talk, didn't they talk about that at the start of the season? They did. Yeah, they I mean, what, the, like... what they talked about is that they were going they were going back to classics, mm-hmm. and they were they were going to... I mean, they always change up the order of how things go. Like, yeah. biscuits in certain se- seasons have... And so you don't always fall, have the same things every season. earlier, yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, and, and they usually make them do some sort of three-dimensional construction, whether it's out of bread, or whether it's something out of... Something like that, yeah. Something but the, like the second episode to have these force everyone to do these like what is a minimum foot tall gingerbread yeah. constructions yeah, yeah 30 centimeters man fucked up. it was so stressful and they had to leave them alone for two hours ah! because they had to that's and one of the things that you may not have noticed is they they the, some of the they said they had like, to stand. I didn't realize it was for two hours. Yeah, they made them leave. They had to leave the tent for two hours and then come back oh. and then see if they st- they still stood up. And some people's just for two people didn't even matter because the one lady like the moment Boop. like the oh, countdown ended, it just like all four sides on the roof just caved in, just like flump. Oh. And I do appreciate they let her kind of at least vaguely kind of reassemble as best she could for the presentation. Yeah, because uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? Let her come up there yeah. with like literally just a pile of gingerbread rubble. Yeah, but yeah, she should have been like, "This is kicked my pile." Right? My- yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah, Man, Val, how Val? I, this is the first we were like. Does Val uh, know can where... they kick two people off in one episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if Val knows where she is. <laughs> Val, yeah, she's she's a Portlander in heart, but somehow wound up being raised in Britain. But yeah, I, she yeah she makes the Statue of Liberty and that falls that was, apart. That was actually the, her stuff with I liked the dimensionality. Her yeah, the dimensionality was really stuff. beautiful. Oh, yeah. it, it more just crumbled rather than yeah. fell apart. Yeah. Like the other yeah. lady, her shit just like it was just. Oh, it was fun. real bad. But yeah, what's what's the name? Candace. 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 Candace oh, but my first week I was like fuck Candace, and the yeah, second week I'm like I love Candace. It was, a, it was that dark lipstick that turned you off. She right? looked very severe, and she wasn't great comfortable. And, I liked um, that. I, 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 I liked her immediately. A lot of people are salsy with her because she's so flirty with salsa. Salsi? What's his name? Selassie? Sexy guy. Idris Elba. Yeah. Who she's, wouldn't be flirty who, with yeah, him? Who would have seen well, I, Love I, it. I've seen split between people like doing the slash thing, going, licking their lips, going, mm, yeah, Candace and Selassie. Mm, See, and why would people, I slash him people, with anyone but me? Yeah. And other people are like, Candace, you homewrecked. <laughs> he's not. We don't know that he's dating well, anybody. We don't know anything. He um, could be fucking that bike. <laughs> that could happen. But no, he's. Uh, the thing I like about the thing I like about Candace is that she has been consistent consistently kind and yeah. helpful she yeah, that's, that's more than yeah. one person yeah that's There's, the reason why I like well her. the fucking i think it was the lady who's her shit collapsed i think it was candace was the first one yeah. person yep. rumbling uh, hoping yeah. like yeah try to put it well, together she is, she's a teacher like her instinct is to help and make things yeah. better and mm-hmm. i really like that i think that's really great she also you know in in with the lack of sue which meant there were less yeah, what happened Has sue that had happened a, before? Um, it, it was a she had a a, a death in the family Oh, so she shit. was. Okay. So she was out. Um, okay. Um, she had a family bereavement. Um, How'd you find out about that? Um, I was concerned, so I looked it up, and oh, okay. then that, that's what the internet told me, and okay. that's what the BBC told me. I followed so her on Twitter. Be... And she didn't. I, as far as I know, when they when they would have taping this, they didn't yeah. say anything about that. So okay, yeah. she. Um, uh-huh. So she was out. But when Sue's out, that means you get less. You get more puns because it's Mel. Yeah. But you get less innuendo because Sue's gone. Yeah. But then you get super innuendo in this episode. But, particularly. but well, not not because even anything Mel was doing. No, but Mel. So Mel offers. What I'm getting back to Candace. Mel offers to help her bring her her thing up. She says, "Yeah, you could grab my jugs." <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> and okay. I was like, "That's a good." Is she joke. talking about the booze jugs inside the pub? Yeah, well, well, there were two. There were two flasks, like two flagons. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, yeah. And also Mary then says, you know, she's like, I'll eat some carpet. 
And I love to touch to Candace and her Spock eyebrow going, what? <laughs> It was so, so good. good. I love her. She's great. I want oh, her to stay on forever. Oh, Paul Hollywood eats Val's sister head off. Yeah, he, he just does. He goes, oh, is this your sister? <laughs> Snap. Snap. <laughs> he eats her head. Continues to be the best thing. Man, <laughs> fucking Weasley is the engineer guy. His yeah. his bee cookies. Oh, his bee yeah. cookies were really Andrew? pretty. Andrew, yeah, they, they were beautiful. Apparently, they didn't taste. I, well, that's yeah. classic Bake Off thing yeah. where someone's like so much better presentation than the yeah. flavors. Yeah. Oh or man, that's lost. You fucked up in the tent. I, he did. I was so scared. I'm like, don't take. He was gonna get kicked off, man. but man, he did crash and burn in that yeah. one fucking last place. Yeah. 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 What was the? Ch- I can't remember what the challenge it, oh, was. Oh, the the, the the Viennese whirls. They look so delicious. Oh, yeah. But those like butter cookies that I I have only ever had in like one of those blue like Christmas cookie tins, oh, yeah. you know, like the, they're yeah. those. I'm like, Man, it's... but they had like buttercream and jam. I hate to say it, but it's rare that anyone actually makes anything on the Bake Off that like really looks good to me. Like where I'm like, sure, those those Viennese whirls, like, because mm. yeah. it doesn't have like fucking poppy seeds or cardamom or some yeah. butter or British weird bullshit. <laughs> fucking white gallons of white chocolate. Okay, yep, agree with you on that. The cardamom. I'm not, I can't, I'm sure I've had cardamom, but like, there's like, it's probably, it's probably the British version of our, like, some random ingredient that I've had tons of and I don't, yeah, but. I guess cardamom, I guess cardamom isn't used, I only, I only know about it and use it a decent amount because of, um, liking to make like, like different, like banana breads and stuff like this. Oh, You can put cardamom in a banana bread. We have cardamom upstairs. I should get, I could go get the bottle and taste it now. Just take a chug. Just Uh, a deep chug. I mean, like, spices are not really meant to just be like, like, eat! Just put it. Have you ever, as a cinnamon sandwich? Have you ever tried to just swallow a mouthful of cinnamon? Well, you see, I've seen the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. Number of people almost choke and die. Exactly, yeah. it will kill you. Um, well, well, but, but, but only the only sweet is garlic salt. <sighs> you make a grilled cheese sandwich, put some garlic salt on that, maybe a little pickle on top. Mm, <laughs> you I even sprinkle a little bit of pickle juice. I, I, took, out. I took Foley to Foster Burger, which is a burger place here in town this week because mm. I wanted a burger, and she and, I, and she was like, "I don't want a burger." She's staring at the menu, and I'm like, "Look, they have grilled cheese sandwiches. Just go with that." Aww. And then she's looking at all the add-ons. She's like, "Oh, I get a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon and a fried egg. Just have a breakfast sandwich <laughs> for dinner." And yeah. so, so I'm like, "I wonder if they'll let me do that." They did let me do that. <laughs> and then as a guy walks away, I go, "I tricked him. He's making me a breakfast sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, "You're you're paying for." <laughs> Have you guys eaten at Five Guys ever? No, nope. There's, I saw them Postmates. They'll actually deliver from a from a yeah. Five Guys out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I almost pulled the trigger. I think this weekend they're having like free delivery on some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was almost pulled the trigger just just for sake because everyone drools about that shit so much. Yeah, but like... I don't know. But I uh, speaking of British stuff, we're really excited about uh, one last thing I want to bring up. Uh, a lot of people have been throwing a slack at the uh, fucking Barry, Mary, and Paul. They're, Why? They're the, because What's wrong with Mary and Paul. The two times in the last two episodes they've been, they've been uh, faced with any kind of weird exotic flavor, yeah, they just non- automatically just shut down. They do, yeah. Uh, the Uzu stuff and like Rob's. I feel like they've always they've always done. done they that. have, but this is yeah. People point out it's not, and it doesn't even seem to be necessarily any a mistake anyone makes. It's just they don't like the flavors because yeah. they have a they're relatively limited palette. palette. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Uzu and then the matcha tea stuff? Yeah. There's yeah. been uh, two or three things already in yeah, these two episodes. Somebody yeah. said it tastes like grass. Yeah. Ma- 
that that which is, it may I mean prob- that is it that probably is what does tastes like it tastes yeah. like grass. But yeah. yeah, a lot of people have been pointing out. Yeah, this is yeah. kind of like very. I mean, they you, are British. People. I mean, what do you yeah, mean? I all say. remember Ugne? <laughs> what was Ugne? Ugne was the bodybuilder lady. Oh, for okay. the last was that the last season? I yeah. mean, she was oh, Lithuanian, no. so at least she had a little bit of like Eastern European kind of thing that they could glom onto. Yeah. But for the most part, Ugne made something, and everybody went, "Wow." No. <laughs> well, 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 at the same time, they love Chetna stuff because the yeah. British imperialism, yeah. they love Indian shit. Yeah. Whereas yeah. anything yeah. else outside of that is yeah. all like, what the fuck what is, is this? this? Yeah. Why did yeah. you do this to my mouth? That's why I was worried about Like, even peanut butter. Yeah. They're like, peanut butter? They're like, it's peanut butter. It's not that exotic. <laughs> it's not complicated. It's like, it's like if you show me tea, British tea, I'm not going to be like, tea? <laughs> Tea. Get over it. I love that they did one of the little history bits. Oh, yeah. Because I fucking love that garbage. Oh, I love, I love it that so it was much. the history of dunking biscuits. Dunkin'. Which is funny because that was a point in the first episode about yeah. dunking the, 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 yeah, the, the Jaffa cake. Yeah. It was yeah. so Jaffa good. Cake. Fucking oh, my gosh. Anyway, what about British stuff? Uh, we are uh, really excited because I think we talked about this a little bit. Um, we uh, love the series of documentaries with um, Ruth Goodman, uh, Peter Ginn, and Alex Langland. Alex Langland. They did all these farm series. They did Tudor Farm, Edwardian oh, Farm, Victorian yeah. Farm. Um, I keep on trying to pirate that. <laughs> <laughs> I have it all. I'll dump okay. it for you sometime. But uh, the um, now they're doing a series called Full Steam Ahead, which is about the history of the British railway system. Uh-oh. It's so Fucking good. fascinating. We're only on two of six. And uh, it was really great because they were just talking about the rise of, uh, um, not consumer, um, the uh, in- in- Industrial Revolution? No, 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 no. Like, no? the people on railroads. What's the word I'm oh, looking for? Oh, um, uh, uh, commuter trains. Commuter trains. Sort of things. Yeah. The like second how, one is about how, commuter trains. How it kind of, the world kind of trains, it, how how the transition went from just hauling goods to hauling people. Yeah. Okay. It was really interesting. And they're yeah. talking about the spread of the network and what mm-hmm. it took to do that and how it was, in its way, arguably more impactful than the dawn of the internet only because like i was kind of fully i'm like yeah the internet hugely changed the world but we were already a connected world we just became a super connected world yeah before the railway they weren't connected at all and all of a sudden it's like oh i don't have to walk nine days to get to town i could just hop on the train and get there in seven hours yeah and like what a sea change that was and all of a sudden goods and services were available that weren't before and it was it's really interesting they Mm. talked about how they made the um the sleepers and the like the rail spikes and all of that because originally it wasn't mass-produced it was all like each individual rail spike was made by hand and like all these rail ties were yeah. made by hand and stuff and well, all, the, all the sleepers before, were made by maybe hand maybe technically before like the industrial revolution just, well, just it was the, just yeah. the edge of it and it was so interesting imagine because this early, well when did steam was it was like, like 1830s was well, the first well that would be right around yeah, yeah. and it's not even just that it's like the industrial revolution was starting yeah but yeah. you're still asking things to happen yeah Piecemeal, um, in a yeah, remote like, area. Yeah. yeah, it's like you can't just because the technology exists doesn't mean it's like universally adapted and accessible. Well, so I'm saying like industrial revolution only happened like it had to be built on the bones of handmade crafted exactly. stuff right, too. Right. Like yeah, yeah, it took a while before things could become. Awesome. But it's interesting because they talk about how eventually they figured out oh we're using these steam engines we can have a steam power like sawmill yeah and, like all this shit and then it eventually re- like they did go they did go you you would probably think this was pretty cool they went to the last functioning fully working um water driven sawmill in the uk really? yeah it was, it was fucking cool. badass <laughs> like it was, really, it was really the cool. neatest because it's all these machines and you expect fully pointed out you expect to hear the thrumming of an engine yeah because that's what you associate with that but instead it's just like the sound of the machinery working and the sound it's of water flowing. it's pretty much it's yeah. pretty much water flowing yeah and the saw 
sawing. Huh. And that's yeah. it. Like, it was that's really, they still it was produce a, a lot of wood, or is this just like a museum piece now? It's something. Still, it's like it's from like it's like 150 years old. Yeah, they, like, they just do it. It's just they're nerds. They're, they're nerds. nerds. are just like I want to store this sawmill. Yeah, we're gonna fire it up and show you how this works, but we're not doing this all yeah. the time. Well, yeah. that's what they were saying. Actually, they were saying that they were running it, and you could see the saw moving, and you could see it pulling through the wood. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing he pointed out, he's like, "This is its lowest setting." He's like, this is sawing at its lowest setting. He's yeah. like, if it was sawing at its higher setting, we would be through this log really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, terrifyingly fast. Yeah. And he's like, but we're not because this thing is like hundreds of years old. Yeah. So we're not going to like tax it the yeah. way that the way that we would normally. You know, was Bill, this a series or just a one-off documentary? It's a series. There's six. Okay. Six episodes. So just, just, like, they just, just for the they, Steam stuff. Yeah. They, okay. focus on, they focus on different aspects. Like the first one was cool because they're focusing on... Um, uh, the different types of trains that were mm-hmm. happening and why they were happening. They yeah. actually like got to ride on a gravity train, a hundred, a yeah. hundred cart gravity train full of slate. Yeah. T- bringing it from the quarry and then using gravity to take it down the hill yeah. and all, and follow the curves of everything. Yeah, so they would use an engine to go up and then they just like grab They used horses. Full of slate. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. They're talking about, yeah, there was horse drawn. So the empty carts would be drawn by horses up the, the track. And then once they had it all filled with slate, then they just like gravity go like, what was it? 17 miles? Yeah. Uh, 17 miles and about 25 miles an hour. Yeah. And you had dudes sitting on the carts and each cart had a break. Okay. And so you had a, a lead guy and that lead guy would throw up flags and whistle and that was how many breaks needed to be applied in oh, order that's to crazy. safely like yeah. just just bullshit really <laughs> they talk about steamships too or no no no, no, no. that seems like the most obvious thing to talk they may get about to aside that, from but they're really they're but... really talking about rail okay, the railway yeah. so. okay. it's awesome but, um, and actually bill i shouldn't afflict you shit be about is the the um the sawmill still in use yeah because they also talked about um upholstery and how early upholstery for um uh, railway ra- commuter railways ra- are often made of horsehair, and they actually showed horsehair upholstery being made. And um, they had a machine that was an original mu- machine from like the late 1860s that was still in use by a upholstery company. Ripping hair out of horses. Okay, I learned that I'm an idiot, and it never occurred to me what horsehair was because I, this is dumb. But I always thought it was like I love a dead Bill's horse. face right now. I love Bill's face. I was thought it was like a dead horse shaved. Of course, it's from the mane and the tail. It's mostly the tail. It's a tail. Because the other hairs aren't gonna be long. I know, but I'm an idiot, and that never occurred to me. I'm like, oh, they must like spin it into a we- uh, strand. Holy shit! Oh my god, both of you! I was an idiot. I genuinely did think horsehair. Uh, I think it looked like those little eyelash. Okay, wait, wait, hairs. wait. So when they were when they were of Mengele, the Holocaust made socks out of people's hair. He wasn't using pubic hair or leg hair. I mean, although I'm oh sure you tried it first. Look at that pubic um, pubic mittens. Okay, stop yeah. talking about it because that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> But, but horsehair was really interesting because they talked about the fact that um, obviously it was cheaper, but it actually gets burnished when you sit on it. Like the friction of sitting on it burnishes it, makes it even shinier. So it's actually, it, and it's resistant to stains, resistant to stains, resistant to um, collecting That's odors. Hilarious. Yeah, so it was like ideal for public transit. Yeah. Tough as hell. Tough so as horse, hell. Yeah. Horse hair is fart proof. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. Anyway, full steam ahead. You guys watched the real best good. stuff. Real good, real charming. Wait, what was the title of this again? Full, full steam, steam ahead. Full steam ahead. It's really, really good. It just aired in the UK, so we had to find it in a dumpster. Fortunately, you Bill... know you can use iPlayer now that. You... Let's well, no, I just got to say I have a VPN now. Now you can use iPlayer, so if it's on the BBC sort of stuff, at least, so. yeah. 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 Um, I'm never watching this shit on my computer though. Like okay. it's, I'm yeah. on my yeah, and I don't want to watch it on my phone because yeah. I'm not sure how apps. Will I just realized I could watch the British Bake Off on my computer. 
I'm always looking Look at, at him. The, the, the bad guy from Cataclysm again. That is <laughs> such a good face. He's a great character. Oh, okay. I liked yeah, his design. Oh, um, anyway, uh, Bill, tell me about Jungle Book. I watched the Jungle Book last I night. I kept hearing it was pretty good. It's actually not that bad. John Favreau. Which is the best book? way you can say it, because it's not necessarily great. That's some but it's... faint praise you're damn There's that gonna be some kids that grow up with John Favreau. You know what? Actually, like Iron Man. Yeah. John? Like Swingers, John Favreau. Yep. I've I never didn't... seen Swingers. I, either. No. I guess it's pretty. I mean, the movie. I mean, it's not bad. It's um. I swear to God, Bill Murray's blue is the reason why I can't watch it. It's rough. That's just the worst thing It grows thing I've on you as you're watching it, but yeah. well, who's it? Not Phil Lamar. Who's, uh, who did the voice of the original Blue? Phil Theobald? Phil Jackson? <laughs> Phil Theobald. But the original guy, fucking great. I know what you're talking about. One of the best Disney yeah. voices ever. Yeah, I can't remember um, Yeah, and it's... I don't... I barely remember anything about the original Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Or the... Because I, I know it's a book, and I tried to read it as a kid. It was boring as the shit. The books are hard to read. How many books are there? I think there's only I thought there was one just one two. book. Because at the end of the movie, it says based on the books by. And I was like, books? Well, he wrote a bunch of stories. Well, they're talking about a sequel. I think the Jungle Book was about. It uh, was a series of short stories, actually, that's collected. Oh, I'm just collecting a couple books. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have no idea how close this. Because I saw the Jungle Book once when I was like five. I was bored to shit. All I remember is the blue parts. Because that's the <laughs> fun parts. The other parts is all like metaphor for fucking. It's like fucking. So, Animal farm type shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, he's raised by sexy, awesome lady wolf. Yeah, and that yeah. kind of happens in this. And then there's oh, Idris Elba is the yeah. bad guy in this yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, proof that like Idris Elba can be anything as long as his beautiful blackness is hidden by the fact that he's <laughs> either makeup in Star Trek or his voice in a goddamn computer generated fucking tiger. Sometimes Google. I'm spitting all over the sometimes place. Sometimes Google is weird because okay, so I looked up Baloo Jungle Book. It yeah. says Baloo fictional character <laughs> give no shit <laughs> gives me some gives me some uh some pictures some f- prime blue pictures blue is a main fictional character featured in rudyard kipling's the jungle book from 1894 and the second jungle book from 1895 blue a bear is the strict teacher of the cubs of the whatever the lady wolf's name no, is I'm wrong, pack. personality or something Okay. Personality, jovial, clumsy, playful, good-natured, easygoing, protective, alcoholic, fun-loving, gentle, content, musical, and caring. Why do I need to know that? Does he sing in the books? Are there songs in the books? I believe there are. Who's I guess I can see why you'd see that. Maybe okay, we could turn I, well, this into a musical. I think he did poetry. Oh, okay. I think Kipling. There are a couple poems in the movie. Yeah. It's interesting. So, um... Man, I've read The Jungle, like, all those stories. I remember, I remember liking them. The best part of the movie, honestly, is I've... the very opening, because it's an animated Disney castle at the yeah. beginning. So yeah. John Favreau had a real boner to uh, kind of, like, get some Phil original... Harris. Phil Harris. Okay, yeah. There you go. Uh, it's it's kind of like animated in the 60s style. It's all hand-drawn animation. Really? The, 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 op- the opening Disney shingle. Instead of the computer-generated Disney uh-huh. castle, it's all. it looks like something that would have produced... Interesting. Because he very specifically said... Uh, I guess because uh, the movie, the whole, the, the the body of the movie itself was a 3D movie. Yeah. And instead of doing, he wanted to make it in designing the movie, because the whole movie, except for the kid, is computer generated. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he wanted to make it so the uh, 3D and everything is more kind of like on different planes, like the Disney multiplane camera, than, mm. rather than everything make everything rounded in 3D. Interesting. Because uh, he was trying to make it like, even though it's supposed to be photorealistic CGI film, he was mm-hmm. trying to... Actually, still kind of keep that two D animation thing of the, the everything, and even 
this is one of the this is probably the first movie with talking CGI animals that actually kind of works because it does take place in such kind of a heightened world. Mm-hmm. Even the CGI jungle, instead of trying to make it look like found footage or some kind of like yeah. realistic, everything's heightened enough that the fact that you have these talking CGI animals it, that kind of makes more sense on a slightly heightened, yeah, kind of more yeah. Pixar-ish yeah. jungle mm. world rather than a, than trying to be in like an industrial light magic yeah. workshop more n- yeah. interesting. I mean, it's still photorealistic. It's right. not like cartoony, but like. Even stuff when when Ka the snake shows up, uh, man, it's it's, it's fucking... Scarlett Johansson. She's actually kind of one. I like Scarlett Johansson, yeah. but like she's not that. She kinda, they kind of found a better yeah. snake voice. Yeah, she's she has a husky voice, so it's not bad. Yeah, but they do the thing where as soon as suddenly she shows up, all the trees in the background start getting twisted, so it looks like there's maybe snakes in those trees too. Oh yeah, they kind of nice impressionistic way. So they, I do like the fact that they, even though yeah, again, it's supposed to be a, a, a photorealistic film, they had no problems kind of twisting it. Nice. So in a way that you would do with an animated film, which is nice. Yeah. And yeah, it's a good cast and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fucking the monkey, Louis, the King Louis, he's now he's a giant monkey. That's like 20. He's like King Kong. Mm-hmm. It's kind of freaky, scary, but it's Christopher Walken. So it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a gangster. King Louis not like a gangster. It's the weirdest goddamn actually a joke about more cowbell Wait, no are you making a joke there's an actual cowbell yeah i will never watch this movie <laughs> i can't what is it it's dead you guys uh, it's no what else do i have to say about um, this my notes but yeah okay i last night I, i've been easing my way up to this and last night i was finally brave and i tried about? it lego oh okay. <laughs> i'm talking about lego god oh, what no. else are we talking about um I have been starting to noodle with Lego customization, and uh, the one thing that a lot of people do Lego is they Lego breast use, implants. Yeah, augmentation. Oh my That's god! Right. Ow. Um. The. Oh god! Yeah. Uh. So uh, what a lot of people use to modify um, minifigures is they use water slide decals. Yeah, you were talking about that last so week. So yeah. I, I decided the first thing I wanted to do was I wanted to have Seven Brides or Seven Brothers Lego figures. I talked about this, and I got all the base components, and I removed the printing from the torsos and everything. They're all ready to go. I just had to do the water slide decals, and um, I have one piece in my collection that has some dear friends. Uh, uh, Josie and Kelly made me the first Bank of Benton like little pieces with the water slide decals. So I'm like, okay, well that looks good. It's fussy as hell. It is a pain in the ass. Have you ever done water slide decals before? Because it's anything no. like models. Because I, I, when I built models as a kid, it was always water slide decals for that. We have to soak the decal, yep. slide it off with, pres- yep. preferably with like p- tweezers, tweezers, slide oh, yeah. it onto the plastic, move it, pat it down. This is my first experience. That was my first test. It looks like dog That's water... Shit. The, what? Why is is the ink leaking? Yeah, in that case, the ink had gotten. Well, how do you print stuff onto the decal? You just use your printer. It's oh it's really? I wonder so. if that might be part of the issue because like. Well, you have to. So the thing is, is that when you look at the um, directions, uh, this is my final. What I want. What wound up not peeling off and getting fucked up. When you look at the directions, the directions oh, say really nice. to apply yeah. uh, acrylic uh, an acrylic seal before application. Oh, that's weird. Whereas all the Lego 
instructions I found were like, no, 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 just print your decals, place them, and then huh. spray them after the fact. Yeah. So I'm wondering without, and but all of the instructions I found made a huge point of saying, do not wet the front, just wet the paper. And it's like, so I, th- I feel I like... you get too much water. Yeah, it might. It's, yeah, it's fussy as hell. It's like the difference between a tenth of a second mm-hmm. and otherwise. Yeah, as a kid, that was driving me nuts. Like, yeah. just the most errant drop of water is going to fuck up the print. Great, great British water slide decal. <laughs> Don't get your don't get soggy bottoms. Exactly. So are you exactly. drawing stuff in Photoshop and yeah. then printing it? Oh, that's yeah. really. Where'd you find a template to I, print? I there are a bunch of them online. Okay. Like uh, I I just uh, dug them up. There are even some pre-existing designs that you can print. Like she's um, just making it happen. But yeah, the two things I want to do. I'm glad you're experimenting though. And water decals, if they turn out badly, can't you just rub them off again? Yeah. Try well, again? well, you just peel them off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The so it was funny because I was just talking the other day about how I need to practice more failure because I don't have That's a, a lot of to opportunities <laughs> to fail in my life, which means that failure really hurts and failure is really hard. And like I need to as you're a like growth, Mr. Thing, Frowny. <laughs> as a growth thing, I need to fail more so I can learn to accept failure. So I'm like, well, here's a great opportunity to practice failure. Of my seven brothers, only three survived the first <laughs> round. Yep. The fourth one almost made it, but then at the last minute, I realized I had too much, I hadn't cut off enough decal, so I tried yeah. to trim it after drying, and yeah. then it just peeled it right How off. How much of these so. sheets do you have? How much can you do I got ten to... sheets, and they're eight by, and a half by eleven. Oh, okay. And I only use, like, a little bit of it at a time, so it'll be fine. But now I learned, like, anything I'm gonna do, I should print at least two, if not three versions of it, okay. so I have... It's like Bake off, bake extra cookies. Exactly. Throw some in the bin. So yeah, I have an opportunity to exercise failure, but I did, I think, we'll have to go home and look at it again. I think I did successfully make the sign for Benton Saloon, the last guest. Oh, very cool. So I feel pretty good about that. Good job. Not not to jump back, but what the fuck, Val (laughs) and her ice cream, she didn't even make enough, and the ice cream cookies she didn't make were bullshit. (laughs) Fucking Val. (laughs) I I appreciate her existence as a human being, but I'm sitting there going, well, Lady, what are you doing? You're embarrassing yourself here. How'd you get here? She tried to make it up. She they tried. Just, they, they, she lost some. Yeah. At least Candace, when she fucked up, was yeah. only because she did 48 cookies yeah. instead of 24. But, and then which, yeah, at, at least they do give her credit yeah. for that. Yeah. 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 She made twice as many fucking cookies. Yeah. But yeah. Here, I'm slack. You're, you're, you're trying to embrace failure. I'm like, this lady failed. Fuck her. Here's the yeah. thing. I'm not talking about other people's failures. Oh, you're talking I'm about talking yours. about my own Yeah, failure. which that's more important to think about. Because it's like, I've been struggling a lot lately with with things going not as I want them to, and then it really hurting and not being able to deal with it. So yeah. I need to practice failure. Which yeah. kind of ties into Steven Universe this week. Yeah. But uh, accepting failure and a little bit. Did you think that was about accepting failure? Well, or at least accepting failure in other people. I, uh, one of the things I like wow. about this episode was You thought was that about... was about accepting failure in other people? Well, accepting the fact that you can't you change can't, other people that are hardwired for, you can't for sadness always... and failure. Well, wow. That's really grim, Bill. Yeah, that's what I took from it. I took I'm from not it saying let you them can, die. You have, to, you have to accept people as they are and accept that you can't always fix them. That's what I'm saying. Steve Wow, that nope. There's a big difference between I can't fix anyone versus this person is doomed to forever be a oh fuck up God. and a sad person. But other people accept it because Smiley comes in and says. <laughs> so I guess the writer did come out and say, "Yes, this is our upteenth gay couple on the show." Now. <laughs> it wasn't terribly. It, it was really cute because I was thinking, I'm like, because that was the most. The, we're talking about, we did. Are we saying that we did mention that we're talking about Steven Universe? We're talking about Steven Universe yeah. now. Um, yeah, this Future week's episode, Boys Future Ultron Boys Ultron, Ultron which yeah. is really good. Um, no, it was interesting because this is the first human gay couple we've seen, though. I know, exactly, yeah. So oh my like, god. Well, the first dude gay couple, too, I guess. Yeah. 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 
Which well, is important. Rocks have no gender. After gay rocks. Rocks have no gender. I did somebody, so. somebody did buy gayspacerocks.com, and I think it's just like, it is forwarding to uh, stevenuniverse.com nice. now, finally. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's cute. It's cute. It was a, it was a Who feel. voiced Mr. Frowny? Was it someone I should know? It was, if you look up the dude's face, he's an Indian, British born Indian dude. Uh-huh. His name's Dave Patel. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an older guy. If you, I've seen him in a couple. I can't remember. Exactly Is he in I've Doctor seen. Who? He's probably actually played Dave, Dev Patel's dad in a thousand. You know what? He actually may have showed up in Doctor Who, too. Because it is all like an older British, like hey, hey, oh, my, come I just thought, I just thought, I just thought they drew him to look like like an really old says doctor. Like, yeah, he's even got the coat and like yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, it was a cute little episode. Yeah. I I do love um fucking Garnet showing up and saying this is an appropriate use of my powers. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was great. That, that was actually kind of the highlight. I of the whole fucking thing, love yeah. Stephen. I love Stephen. Oh, that, that guy. Yeah, I, I love that he feels so comfortable in handing out uh, advice to everyone that he knows. But the, you know, of course, the one guy he doesn't know in town, he, that's. When he gets flummoxed, but yeah. I just love like, like he's like telling Sadie and the fucking Lars to go back to the donut shop and just go to work. It's even cute that Lars is trying to take Sadie out to like like even going off to blow off work just to go watch movies with Sadie and uh, yeah, it's just kind of a cute. Thing. It's a cute episode. This yeah. show is cute as hell. I'm alarmed that just, we haven't seen Mayor Dewey in a while. I want to see him show up again. He's, that's that stain that's on his kid's coat. Oh, <laughs> he's dead. I do. You got the price tag still on the coat? got dark. It's <laughs> just a cute goddamn show, man. Good as hell. And Good uh, as hell. What else going on? What else? Uh, we finished up season four of Elementary this week. <gasps> oh, no. You're all We're now for, ready. like, the season five premiere next yeah, week. Yeah, like, whatever, the 100th yeah. episode. It's going to be good. <laughs> They've been teasing that Jamie Moriarty may come back for the 100th episode. Did she die? Oh. No, she was in prison. So <laughs> She's in she's in sexy lady prison. Jane Moriarty? No, Jamie. Jamie. Oh, Jamie Moriarty. Yeah. yeah. And Played by Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. She good? She's, oh, she's great. Excellent. She's great on Game of Thrones. She's, she's so good. Did you see she got, they, they, she got whacked from Game of Thrones? She gone. Yeah, she yeah. got exploded. She got we blown. watched it. Oh yeah, you, she got though. green yeah. fired. Oh wait, I was a little bummed, man. Cause I was great. happy because that means she'll get on Elementary again, maybe. Man, if they ever make a movie on Great British Bake Off, she's got to play Candace. She does the, <laughs> the lip twisted lip. Uh huh. Yeah, you good times on Elementary. Fucking Elementary is really interesting. The the season four, the mysteries got a lot dumber. I thought. Yeah. Well, after all, you know. But who cares? Because the 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 whole point of that show is the heart and the characters, and that's still really good. And they're still really doing things like that. I'm pumped about season five. Fully, what do you want to happen to season five? Are they going to cross with Oliver Twist? Did you see they're turning that into a TV show? Oliver Twist. That's. Oh, did you also find out? The th- all I need to know is who plays Bill Sykes and is he fuckable? That's all I care. Well, about. so I guess it's supposed to be a crime procedural where the instead of cops, it's the it's bag because it's Oliver Twist, but he they're trying to solve crimes done by other criminals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hear the thing that also yeah. the the Walking Dead guys came out and said, "Oh yeah, we tried to make the Walking Dead an NPC first, and they wanted us to turn the Walking Dead into a zombie police procedural." <laughs> They specifically said, can you have it starring a man and a woman solving zombie-related crimes? <laughs> and then the news of this Oliver Twist police procedural, oh, not police procedural, but like crime procedural. I understand that I'm not making any sounds right now, and I wish my... Wow. Zombie! Just the phrase zombie-related crimes! It's just... Yeah. Elementary working out for you guys, though. Oh, God. Elementary's great. Lucy yeah. Blue is fantastic. Oh, God. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller is oh, fucking adorable. Man. All the secondary characters are really great. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, in a weird way, it scratches my... Um, Fringe part- is still good? Oh, um, John Noble. John Noble's amazing. Yeah. He yeah. didn't get he's, killed off yet or anything? He's the opposite of his character on, on yeah. Fringe. He's a nice guy. It. As a, so Moriarty was the head of a... <laughs> Moriarty was the head of a crime syndicate. 
and she goes to jail and she's not really able to operate it. So there's a power void. And in the power void, she had always said, Sherlock is untouchable. Sherlock and anything and, and Joan are untouchable. You can okay. never harm them. That was her rule. But in this power void, all of a sudden Sherlock is in the is in the crosshairs. Um, because there's just this this power struggle going on. So his it's like Dick Tracy. His father original uh, original costumes of the movie Dick Tracy. <laughs> Uh, his father winds up taking over this international crime syndicate explicitly to ex- protect his son. He's like, we will be pulling our interests from New York. Yeah. You're oh, on okay. your own. It'll be interesting. Which was kind of an interesting way to wrap that up. Hmm. So, Because yeah. this character, you always, you know that he's a bad man and that he does bad things, but he does love his son, ultimately. And uh, it's this is the first time where it's like unequivocally on screen. You a bad man. You killed that man. You took him power. What did I keep calling him? Dark Daddy? Dark Daddy. <laughs> Dark Daddy! Dark Daddy! My favorite um, leather shop in town. I know. Oh my god, it's a really good name for a leather shop. It is, yeah. actually. Damn it, Dark no. Daddy. All right. Uh, Put the picture of John Noble's face just frowning onto the side. Mm-hmm. All right, neon. friends, it's time. Foley was planning on staying home this week and not, and skipping out of Boy Howdy and just letting me do it until I saw Bill on Twitter soliciting people Star Trek opinions. Well, this Thursday, the 8th, is the 50th anniversary of the airing of the first episode of Star Trek. Yeah. Uh-huh. 50 fucking years. That's I'm glad right. you showed up, Foley. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, oh, Foley, you have to come because I have nothing to say about Star I Trek. I should also break this in. Uh, I've been reading the second volume of the 50-year mission books came out this week. This It's just an oral history of Star Trek. Uh, uh-huh. The first volume was about the original series, about uh-huh. the original crew. Uh, the second volume is all about Star Trek Next Generation, Voyager, and pretty much everything uh-huh. up until uh-huh. the new J.J. Abrams uh-huh. movies. And did you see me tweeting about this? Mm-mm. There is... I, man, I almost should have fully do... Do you, would you guys be up for a dramatic reading of this is from writer Tracy Torme who was working on scripts for Star Trek The Next Generation at the first start reading right here with I submit an outline for Genius's Pain. Like right there, yeah. <clears throat> Just the two paragraphs. Okay. I submitted the outline for Genius's Pain, which was about five pages long, and one day I'm sitting in my office and Roddenberry calls me and he sounded lit, like he was not all there. And it's and it started with Hello, friend. And he went into this long, long Actually, rambling Actually, I can see you playing good Roddenberry and some kind of dramatic. I love the title <laughs> for your outline. Genius is pain because let me tell you something. Genius is pain. Which is a great phrase You're to hear absolutely anyone, yeah. right. But in fact, all of life is basically divided into two things, pleasure and pain. And then he started to list things that he found painful. The pain of dealing with the network executives, the pain of going through a divorce, the pain of seeing your children's faces when you have to tell them you don't love their mother anymore. <laughs> Jesus the, Christ. The yeah. pain of spending 18 straight hours writing a perfect scene. And someone's saying it has to be changed for some fucking stupid reason. <laughs> so he's going on and on. And it was really one for the ages. And I, I was remembering when this was going, to, um, or I was wondering when this was going to come to an end. So he finally comes up for air and then says, as for pleasure, my idea of pleasure is waves and waves and waves of cub exploding out of me. <laughs> what? <laughs> and... And thank you, Gene Roddenberry. Wow, the great bird of the galaxy. (laughs) I want that to replace any Gene Roddenberry quote in any movie or documentary. Is just yeah, waves of color, waves and waves and waves. Happy fiftieth anniversary, Star Trek. Congratulations, Star Trek. It's yeah, that book. It's 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 a hell of a thing. Yeah, a lot of great anecdotes about how what a fucking goofball fucking Roddenberry was. God. Uh, But yeah, so I wanted to throw out and just ask people, like our listeners, like what it was really quick because I did totally forgot the Star Trek 
50th anniversary is this week. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I would have given our listeners a little bit more time. But yeah, no, it is fucking nuts. Um, so yeah, uh, Annie, you tell us about your favorite Star Trek things. Do you, you know why I don't no, like no, no. Star Trek? Why? It doesn't, sh- it shares my values all but one. Production values. Boom! Oh! Boom! You're me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been workshopping that all morning and I didn't really get there. This is a reason why we have a guest room. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't know. Like, oh uh, my, my growing up, which I mean, like, okay, I, I understand. This would be an interesting conversation again because Andy don't give a shit about Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, but. and I understand not being interested in like, I the original series has its flaws. Yeah, and it, but it's it, it is a lot a product, of togas. A lot of togas. It's a product. It's a fucking product, it's a product of, of its, its time. Age. All Star Treks are a product of their age. This is true. Well, Star Trek: Next Generation is eighties as shit, especially I, the first I will two say, seasons. So this yeah. is this is my this is my context for Star Trek. Growing up, my parents love Star Trek: Next Generation. It started at my bedtime, so I associate the theme song with me going well, sleepies. <laughs> Goodbye, Eddie. You don't get to watch Data try to fuck this lady. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you hung around for two episodes. Growing up, uh, I had a friend, my my friend Jill Farrington, who was my go-to pop culture friend, uh, was, her family was all big on Star Trek, and um, they would try to, like, show things to me and stuff, and it just, like, rolled right off my back. you were the immovable object. I was the immovable object. So, to be fair... I've never really given Star Trek a chance. Fully, we started to watch Deep Space Nine, and that was enjoyable. Was it? Were you enjoying it? I couldn't tell. <laughs> how, how far in Deep Space Nine did you get? Four episodes? Yeah. Wow. Because I mean, you had to kind of slog it. through two seasons well, in order see, for it to get thing, good. My thing, we stopped because I couldn't tell whether or not she was enjoying it. Well, I mean, it. Yeah. it was fine. I wasn't like, woo! But I knew that I knew how much you loved it, and I did, get, I did get nutrients from it. I got nutrients from it. It's just the pacing of Star Trek oh is a different of pacing. Oh I think God. you would like the characters, but I think yeah. especially because that show gets into some weird religious places it later, does. I think that would drive you nuts. It might. Is it interesting weird religious yes. places? Yes, that's totally up to you. It's, it's totally, totally a personal I, thing. I thought, I, yes. I like religious exploration of religion in media, and it doesn't happen enough. Well, most of it is about how I mean, you deal with religion. It's more about social and political ramifications yeah, yeah. of religions. Towards the very end of the series, it's like the religion actually becomes a thing that actually becomes part of the plot. Like the yeah. actual like, I'm from this religion. I am a god. And, like it gets a little, but up yeah. until then, like fucking. The uh, first, the first, the first four, like four seasons or so are, are I yeah. feel are, are pretty strong. And I mean, I was always looking at the Bajorans going, you guys are space Jews. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Well, that's one of the interesting things, things about Kira other than her delicious ass and that tight, tight <laughs> Is... Dude, and her intense attitude problem. <laughs> yeah, oh I love my god. Her, but I, I love, love the her. fact that she is a religious person who has to deal yeah. like she has to incorporate a religion and all this other stuff and she, and and but the, like the, her especially her space pope is always on the on the station giving her shit and she knows her own space pope is corrupt but she still mm-hmm. wants to be yeah. faithful to her faith yeah. and See, that's, and that's all very interesting. Good. Yeah. And cuz people don't deal with faith in media or they either can't deal with it hand-fistedly well, that's or a lot of people... it's just very Christian focused. Yeah. yeah. And on the other side I've seen a lot of people who hate religion sure. or like super atheists or just yeah. like, why do they talk about religion? Religion is stupid. Well, see, well 
I, mean, I find atheism interesting too, but it's all it's all any sort of extremism is interesting. What I find interesting, it's like relationships or military backgrounds or yeah. your relationship with the government or anything. Yeah. It's more about how do you deal with this imperfect thing. Yeah. And people don't deal with religion at all because we're supposed to either be blind believers and it's fine, or yeah. we're all freewheeling pagan atheists. It's it's a reason around our underwear. <laughs> yeah, it's a reason. <laughs> it's a reason we really enjoy Vikings. Exactly. Yeah. Because because for some reason this 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 intense weird history channel show that shouldn't be any good is one of the smartest most thoughtful most compassionate views of multiple different yeah. religions see that's that's the one that well, of all the things you guys have talked about that that's the thing that says yeah i don't give a shit about religion yeah i'm not a faithful but that actually just from what's the anthropological yeah. kind of like sociological thing. thing that it's sounds approach interesting is that there isn't a right faith there's yeah. not a wrong faith faith is just an aspect of these people's lives and it impacts their choices and decisions which is interesting people just don't fucking deal with that shit yeah because people bring their own baggage to their storytelling and so they don't treat it with like like, yeah. Objectivity. As a character. Yeah. O- yeah. Objectivity. Yeah. And so, and so it's neat to see people existing in different worlds where, and that, yeah. that was one of the things that I always liked to, that I did like about the beginning, the, 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 the first handful of seasons of deep space nine is how they handled that. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and I always thought it was really I interesting. That, I, I think that stays interesting as they develop, like, you even find out more about the history of the occupation of Bajor yeah. and stuff like that. It gets, it gets, yeah. Uh, really crazy, but yeah, no Star Trek. Well, what, what's your favorite Star Trek stuff, Foley? What's it's, your favorite series? What's your favorite captain? What's your favorite ship? And all that. See, stuff? it's really funny because I said I'm gonna walk in and I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna tell Bill that it's Deep Space Nine. I don't, I don't care that she was never a captain. Uh, I like Kira best. Okay, yeah. And, uh, it could be that, just your favorite character. And I was like, yeah. anything that puts her in um, latex makes me happy. Um, <laughs> I do love. Did she end up kissing herself? Yeah. <laughs> herself. Yes. Yeah, Kira. But the Deep Space Nine mirror universe is extra kinky. Oh, it's like, so it's good. Extra, it's everyone's. So extra just like horny yeah um but no it's uh my favorite two episodes are i wrote them down because i went and looked for their titles um our duet um, oh, that's like a second. That's or not, I think that's a first season it's a, episode. It's, a, it's an end of first season. You don't episode. have to get that. You actually, if you really want to start Deep Space Nine, maybe watch the pilot. Actually, you could almost just skip straight to duet because that's when the show really kind of starts. I like the build. I, you got it. I'm not a duet. Duet. That's a, that's the first building block though. Yeah. Duet is actually an episode that um, I liked so much that that's I weird because it's out actually a... called Do It, but you're pronouncing it all Frenchy. <laughs> is is actually an episode that I liked so much that I. Um, recorded it onto a um a, a cassette recorder oh man like a little like like a little like it's great mini, it's a radio mini cassette it's all just yeah conversation yeah. yeah and um and i recorded it and i would listen to it and i loved i think i think even at, at that age like i just loved the dialogue between those people because it's basically Kira thinks that she's found this war criminal. It's a Joseph Mengele, essentially. Yeah, or like yeah. some kind of like Nazi. Yeah, I she mean, that's thinks, the whole metaphor. She thinks yeah. that she has found this person who caused untold amounts of damage and harm to people that she cared about and also just people like her own people. Andy, had mm-hmm. you... I could have sworn I'd seen this episode once with you. I may be rejecting Andy. Did you watch this episode with I us? I don't think so. Okay, maybe no. not. Okay, yeah. No. So, um, um, but it is... It's one of my favorite episodes. The, the performance by the um, the gentleman that they get to play the um, Cardassian character. Especially at he the is, end. It's heartbreaking. He is phenomenal. He's simultaneously a monster, but also... It's... it's yeah. yeah. And you, I mean, I'm assuming people have probably seen this if you're yeah. listening to this, but at the same time, if you didn't, it's it's... 
There's some t- twists and turns. It gets. It's, it's so good. It's kind of, I don't want to. I actually don't want to spoil. Well, it that's it. Well, Annie has. I would like. Yeah. I would like you to I see watch it. it. Um, and then the other, my other, my other favorite episode is also Deep Space Nine episode, but I think it's from season. I think it's from season three, and it's cro- <laughs> and it's crossover. Because that's when that's when Kira and Bashir get stuck in the mirror universe. Oh, is that the first mirror? That's the first. T- that's the first the whole mirror universe thing and that whole yeah. thing is a what? What specifically happens in that one? I I, I just honestly, setting up. It's parts just of me, finding parts out that of me Cisco don't remember. A, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! But like, just just how and everybody seemed to have so much fun filming it, which was also which was also really great because you had all of their characters playing playing opposite um each other like or just like opposite type. And and that was just fantastic. Yeah. Who got beards? Who didn't? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, Kira, you mean, Kira's yeah. forced Odo to assume the form of a giant phallus on the promenade <laughs> for no that, reason whatsoever. I mean, really, that would make sense. Yeah, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Actually, man, if you really went actually took the, st- I'm sure people slash fic writers I'm and stuff have taken the mirror true. universe place to the most fucked up places imaginable. But yes. that 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 pocket of the mirror universe would be so <sighs> if you did so not good. have to. Keep it PG would Which be so you don't bonkers on fucking oh, on Tumblr, Tumblr. But um, but yeah. So I mean, that's that's me. Okay. That's I I really really I watched Next Generation. I, there are many characters and and episodes that I really enjoyed in it. Did you but, watch Next Generation? Was new? Or like well, like it was like, yeah. While it was happening, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you De- stop- Denise Crosby and Lieutenant Yar is the reason I probably figured out I was gay really young. <laughs> now, what point did you stop watching Star Trek? Did like uh, after, uh, almost um, everyone did at some point? I don't, almost I think, no one stuck it out to the end of Enterprise. Season fifth season of um, Deep Space Nine. Okay. And I, oh really? And I just and I kind of, I I think we were moving. Okay. And and then it just. Like, Do you know what happens? Life... Have you ever seen it since then? Or? Uh, I have not seen Deep Space Nine all the way to the <sighs> end. So. And that it's it's Deepman Design is also has the best final episode. Yeah. Fucking fantastic use of uh fucking was it Soldier Boy, the guy with the, 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 the I've got my harp slung over my shoulder, it's O'Brien's theme that oh, actually yeah, came yeah, out yeah. of an episode of Next Gen. It's it's they knew what they were doing with these Space Except for there's a religious thing that happens in the last couple episodes where I'm just like, I wish they could cut that out. But everything else is just yeah. the, the the arc they give well, everyone. Well, now that we're and... elementary, maybe we go watch Deep Space Nine. I would start with duet, actually. I mean, you could watch the pilot, but there's a lot of fluff. I don't want to just get into like the fav- I may, favorite. I may. I'm gonna. Then... I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you that there yeah. are certain episodes that are Jake and um, uh, Jake and uh, his Quark. Quark, his uh, Ferengi friend, uh, or we'll Jake, Jake and Nog, Jake and Nog, and we'll I, I would be like, uh, Teen Boys. No, <laughs> they get some funnier episodes later I once do. they get a better handle on those characters. But it's almost. It's a little. I don't yeah. need space puberty. Yeah, space puberty, and I'm like, mm, I'm gonna skip this because I have a choice. Like, yeah. like back in the day when I was watching it week by week, I was like, son of a bitch. Also, like, Kira's got weird hair. Cisco's not—he's he, still got hair, but not the beard. It's—they're not—they're still—they're yeah. not babies, quite formed yet. Um, but yeah, so I went to uh, Twitter and uh, and we got mostly it's uh, Leland and uh, Mirabai Knight. Okay, all right, predictably, all right. but like I said, we only set out the notice five minutes before starting recording. Do we get to guess? Do I get to guess? But what their favorite stuff yeah. is? Yeah, what do you think? Leland. Hmm. I don't know if Leland actually specifically. Let's see. 
I'll read off all the notes. We don't got just a read ton. it. Just read it. Yeah. Okay. So, in the order in which things were submitted, uh, Mirabai Knight says the doctors were always my favorite, but man, Julian Bashir was my everything. I had a signed picture of him on my ceiling. Aww, that's cute. Oh, her her favorite her favorite person fucked my favorite person made a baby <laughs> in real life. In real life, <laughs> which is IRL, man. <laughs> I'm curious to see if they get into this in the Star Trek book I'm reading. Oh, it's great. I just got to the chapter last night where they're interviewing all the cast members from Next Gen. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking about like, oh yeah, when we when we started the show, we were really afraid because it seemed like everyone in the original series hated each other's guts. But we actually hung out and went like went to parties yeah. and stuff after that's filming, cute. and we had a good time. And even thinking about that's still true because even today, you'll like fucking Brent Spiral will be tweeting about how he and Levar Burton are hanging out eating pasta at his house, yeah, just shooting the shit. And they'll have fucking what's his name from Enterprise, Scott Bakula, like making the marinara while Worf is in the background, like fucking shredding the cheese. And I'm like. Those guys are really fucking it's cute. Really, like the whole lat- latter it's, Star Trek stuff. It's kind of nice that the, the 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 stuff after the original series that those people recognize what they I think more easily recognized what they were a part of. Yeah. And 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 became a family. Yeah. As opposed to it being you know as contentious as it as it kind of was. With yeah. The original, I don't think they felt so cast. surprised and kind of robbed of a future as as maybe the yeah. original cast members yeah. did, but. Um, Mirabai Knight also says, also a lot of love for Barkley on Next Generation. Poor bastard. Aww. Most relatable character by far, especially when I was in middle school. Barkley, Bar- Lieutenant Barkley was a poor bitch. He was the one really human character on 100% Next Generation. 100% poor bitch. Uh, from Next Generation, I think my favorite, my favorite secondary character was Ensign Rowe, which is... And once she was supposed to be the Kira, which makes sense, because mm-hmm. she was literally created mm-hmm. to be the Kira mm-hmm. on... But that started, that started, Nine, that started my long love affair with Michelle Forbes, mm-hmm. who has... I haven't seen her much. I mean, she shows up on, on Battlestar and she stuff, but like every time I see her, I'm just like, oh, it's in some yeah, row. Yeah, and yeah. She's, been in a, she's been in a couple other um, a couple. was she in things. Elementary? I think she was, oh, was in an she? episode of Elementary. Yeah. Um, yeah, Michelle Forbes, is, she's a fantastic actress. She's, yeah. she's really great. It was great, because I've got the Next Generation Blu-rays, and there's commentaries in all the episodes. Well, a lot of the episodes. And they specifically talk about how on the commentary, she had showed up as an like as another character's daughter, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh man, she's a really good actress." And then, like four episodes later, she shows up as Rowan. You could totally tell that they tell that they were so enamored with her as an actress. Yeah. They're like, "Let's create a whole new character just for her, yeah. and she'll be someone who gives the captain gruff." And you know, it is, it is great. Start shit. And, yeah, I fucking love her. Yeah, and, but Barkley's great too. I love. He There's is. an episode <laughs> Next Generation where he gets super smart. Mm-hmm. And like he's performing, it was a Cyrano de Bergerac, and he starts. It's yep. kind of creepy because he's hitting on everyone, but suddenly gets really smart. But like, ah, it's kind of flowers for an Algernon episode. <laughs> he's scared of the transporter. He's just a wreck. He turns into a spider. It's fucking crazy. We're not watching that. Okay, good. Thank cool. you. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah oh, it's no, actually never. a pretty terrible episode. So you're not missing anything. Okay. Uh, Leland says QSB one of the best jerks ever in all of Star Trek. Yeah. No, he is jerk prime. Aww. I mean, he is yeah schmuck. Um, Adrian J. Wallace says, how about stuff that influenced Star Trek like Forbidden Planet and stuff influenced by Star Trek like Galaxy Quest? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen Forbidden Planet. I know it's essentially a science fiction remake of, what's the one with Ariel, the Shakespeare play? I'll Drown My Books. Tempest? Tempest. Yeah, Break yeah. My Staff. Yeah, because I think it's about a dude who gets marooned on a planet yeah. and stuff. Um, so that's what we think I about mean, that. Galaxy Quest, also thumbs up. Galaxy Quest, yeah, super super adorable um uh i hate drm says i really like galaxy quest i love it everyone says it was like i don't know much about star trek but galaxy quest is awesome that's pretty fun uh i'm not even being snarky well it's the only star trek thing i've ever seen so maybe i'm a bit snarky uh leland also says that he'd see i'd say that the refit enterprise is my go-to it's destruction star trek 3 is one of my favorite star trek moments man this refit the movie enterprise from the original films yeah. 
still the best spaceship design ever in, in gentle, motion pictures. Gentle hand kiss, I mean, yes. I love the Millennium Falcon, but, yeah. like, in terms of just elegant, big capital ship design, just, mm, ugh. <laughs> Um, and also Leland says, <laughs> he tweets, gonna say this now, why didn't you bring up insert Star Trek thing, how could you forgotten about that? Just, he's already preemptively ex- expecting us to get gruff for not mentioning you gotcha. know, this character in that series. Uh, back to Mirror by Night. This is shameful, but when I was a kid, my favorite character in, in the animated series was Mud. Huh. Such a sucker for cowardly con men. Did you ever see those episodes? I, I he's yeah, the only returning character yeah, on that yeah. show. No, I know of Mud. Yeah, I know of. I know of he that builds character. robot ladies and have sex with them. Yeah, he yeah. Could, but he got a big walrus mustache and he's kind of funny. That also yes. <laughs> That's pretty much the whole character in a nutshell. Uh, yeah. Leland said he loved Mud too. Uh, back to Beer My Night. Uh, this my... is what was blowing up your phone at mm-hmm. Blank. Oh, is this what was yeah. going on? Yeah. We're getting there. We're no, 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 no. through. Talking, I'm, I'm just saying. I hope people at home love Star Trek. <laughs> uh, listening, yeah. Uh, Mirror by Night's favorite running gag was Data's cat poetry. She wrote a chapbook of original ones when she was in seventh grade. He did. Oh, God. What was it? He... Your toxic nomen... nomenclature knows no bounds. He, oh man, Data does write the great best poem about his goddamn cat. He loves his cat. Uh, also, shipping Q with everyone. Picard, Roxana, wow. Lore. Q and Lore? You Why name not? it. Q is ultimate slant. Well, he could. Yeah, technically, he probably has kissed everyone and they made them forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Or he's created a thousand pocket universes where he's like gotten Picard pregnant five yeah. times and they're yeah. like, yeah. Oh, it's like in the Nexus in the Christmas, except it's Q and he's like, you're here forever and you're never leaving. And then Picard tries to kill himself. Um, Mirror by Night also says best Star Trek audiobook ever is Dark Mirror, which I guess is the one uh, installment where someone created an audiobook that's uh, it's a book about the Dark Mirror universe of Next Generation uh-huh. because Next Generation never had a Mirror Universe episode. I think so. I guess it's the audiobook version of that book that's uh, like somebody did that write that, a book. I, th- I think that that was actually. I think that that was. Um, I think I read that one. Oh, okay, any good. Um, I what would be Dark Mac? What would Mariana's Picard like? Any of those characters be like? Um, he's okay. Have you ever seen uh uh Patrick Stewart in the um what is it the 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 episode fuck the show where he um <laughs> is a guest star and he's like it's okay but but I've she's naked grass she's naked and I've seen everything. He's not necessarily yeah. evil. He's just a horn dog. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little terrible mustache. He's just sitting just in like, his ready room with no pants on. Beverly. Beverly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel so bad because Beverly Crusher, the lady who plays her, she's like, oh, I thought this was going to be a funny character because one of the first scripts she read was like the Naked Now, which is what everyone right. kind of gets like something gets really horny and silly. She's like, I thought I thought Beverly Crusher would be always funny, and it turns no. out I'm the most bland, straightest person on the ship. Oddly. Doctor Beverly Crusher was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, from Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. I can see just that. thought she was cool. I okay, mean, she's like solid, dependable, competent. Rad, she also but... super nerd for science because she loves yeah. fucking medicine. It's like in a yeah. way that like yeah. she was actually my favorite character. McCoy was a doctor, but she's always doing like little experiments and yeah. shit like that. She got boner for also, science. Also, my mom shipped Picard. And, uh, and Crusher. So well, that's hard. Cannot, that's yes, supposed I mean, to be. I know, but yeah. my mom was so thirsty for it. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> my mom's a romantic. <laughs> I like. I, I liked her, except for she had that terrible son. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well they shot him into the sun, into the moon eventually. Anyway, uh, Mirror My Night also says biggest disappointed myself not picking up on any of Sulu's gay subtext. Utterly clueless. Which, to be fair, I mean, I mean, even he came out and said that he was not playing Sulu as being gay. I mean. 
then again, his personality is so... Maybe you can infer that. But it's not like he was playing... Yeah. yeah. That's the fact that that's why he's so upset about John Cho being the gay Sulu now. Sure. Because he's like, that's, that's not my authorial intent. I didn't mm-hmm. want to... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Mirabai, it's fine. It's not like Sulu was walking around with, like, a tutu on, being like, I'm gay. That is definitely what gay guys do. I know, exactly. 100%, you know. Bill. Uh, more, just, uh, more people just tweeting it's how much not. they love Mirror Mirror stuff. At this point, they just make a fucking Mirror Mirror series. People lose their minds. Uh, also, Mirror by Night, <laughs> she tweets about getting busted by my mom at age 12 for being on alt.sex.fetish.startrekusenet group. <laughs> Mirror by, you're a perfect angel. I, I love, love her! And, oh yeah, there's more, more Mirror Mirror love. I love, every- thank you everyone for responding to that tweet. Like I said, especially since we only, I only posted that right before we started oh recording. Gosh, yes. But I'm trying to think of any other, like, yeah, Star Trek, and- I feel bad because I've only seen big chunks of Voyager. Mm-hmm. And I need to catch. That's the one thing. There's whole seasons of Voyager I haven't yeah. seen. I need to catch up. I think I've gotten I mean, the highlights. Kate, Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew was a was a pretty like I like her she's impressive. Ad- a lot of people make actor, fun of her voice yeah. just because she sounds Whatever. like I'm a beehive. She's got a great. She has a great <laughs> no, but I like the character and stuff like yeah, that. Totally. I mean, Tom Paris. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um. I was just kind of. I, I think at that point I was just kind of. I was just kind of over it. No, that's what. That's why the ratings are so bad. Yeah. And I do appreciate what Enterprise was trying to do, even though mm-hmm. it didn't really pick up pace until its latter. I think it was around for four seasons. The last yeah. two were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not the first two seasons are terrible, but there's a lot of puppy dog stuff. <laughs> Literally with a beagle on 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 the, the shit. There's a. Did you ever see that beagle? Yeah, it just got back and the captain. He owns a beagle named Porthos. He loves cheese. And he also, like, pees on an alien, and, like, the aliens try to kill him before God. that or something like that. Which you're like, why are you bringing your dog on this away, like, diplomatic uh, away mission? It's peeing on things you're going to get that. Because, awesome. Oh, man. God, I would bring Miss Virginia on a diplomatic. Oh, I mean, she's not oh, even my dog. But <laughs> that's outside, yeah. I'd bring her. I'd bring... That's the most human thing you can do. Yep. I'd, bring, I'd bring Orange Kitten. But Star Trek, yeah, 50 years this Thursday. God. First episode was the man trap. The first one aired. It's the one with the salt vampire. The first, the first episode was the parent trap. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also a mirror universe where it's two Kiras trying to try to trick their moms <laughs> by making out they're, in front of and them. And their mom, their mom is played by Louise Fletcher. <laughs> oh God, no! Uh, I love. Oh, oh, oh my God, you don't even know yet. You don't even know Louise Fletcher who played Nurse Ratchet in fucking in fucking uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Plays the uh, uh like he- the one of the head religious oligarchs. She's space pope. Well, she be- she I, no spoilers. I mean, spoilers. she, she ends up kind of being yeah, a space pope. Fine. She's a terrible shit. She's a te- she is she's the a terrifying best woman. slash worst yeah. Star Trek villain. Where you're yeah. just watching and you want to beat the shit. Out. You're just yeah. like because she's so everyone knows a person like that. Yeah, like because like, super yeah. passive. Like, I don't even talk. about You should just see it, but just like. But, oh. but <laughs> Louise fucking Fletcher, like yeah. she, she she's knows so, it. Oh, she's such a great actress. She's like she like I've seen her interviews with her. And she's a totally nice lady. Yeah, yeah. But then she flips on their chairs like hello, and they're like ah. Yeah, she's the um, oh. Dolores Umbridge of of, uh, of <laughs> fucking re- of fucking Deep Space Nine. When Dolores Umbridge came out, I saw some people were explaining, "Oh, she's the Kai Win of of yeah." Kai. Like that's that's yep. yeah, and and. Dolores Umbridge ain't got shit on Kai Wen. No, she doesn't. Because Dolores Umbridge know. had power, but she didn't have, like, religious power and, yeah. like, people, like, praying to her <gasps> and, like... <sighs> so, anyway. And yeah, Kira having to, like, fight against that and, like, mm-hmm. oh, just great stuff. And But, oh, my God. Yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek. It it's good. good. It's Trek. an ultimate good for the universe. The guy who created it was kind of a... He weird. waves... 
waves and just, waves of cum. Can that? I guess that cannot can't be waves. This, this this week's episode title. Well, it should waves. Be. Of, can I just spell if it's cum as she as the classy nope. version of cum? How is it spelled in the book? C U M, which is yeah. the worst. <laughs> it's the, the worst. worst. <laughs> if you spell C U M, I mean, uh, maybe that's the you're getting off on the dirtiness, but that's the most grody. That's like I only see. Like, I, I can only see. I feel like. Come, C-O-M-E, is the verb, and maybe you can use C-U-M as Is the man. substance? Yeah. Maybe. But what's, like... Channing Tatum said but no. But it's right there with jizzum. Or it's, like, a, yeah, Even jizz, at least, but jizzum just sounds like well, fucking so that's eight-year-old. Well, like, It's, ew. like, you know, it's just, like, just... Just call it ejaculate. I just, I, I just got a weird whiff of onion rings. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Is that... That was my jizzum. Hey, everybody! <laughs> And with that, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back for the Geek Week in Review. Boiling balls are a deep fryer. (laughs) We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. This is the part of our podcast where Bill has noted news in the week that was, and I am reading it and learning about it often for the first time. So, first off, rest in peace, Gene Wilder. It was inevitable because he was 98,000 years old. He was. I realized he had Alzheimer's for the last couple years, so that's why he hadn't been anywhere. They they kept it very quiet. Yeah, well, I like his son came out and said, okay, this is what's up. He got diagnosed three years ago because he was still, like, out and about just a couple years ago. But he died of being old. <laughs> again. This is a common thing of being born like in the depression. Bill, what is your favorite Gene Wilder yeah. role? I mean, I mean the two posters. We are sitting here underneath his poster from Young Frankenstein with Madeline Kahn. Broken, you know, I was like tweeting about it with everyone the other day, and I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, it's such a bummer that Gene Wilder's gone. And then I looked up on the summer right there. I was like, fuck. Yep. And that's when I actually started getting all oh, yeah. got beefy weeps. Yeah, roast beefy weeps. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, I love, have you guys seen Young Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, well, what stuff have you guys seen Jane Wilder in? I think I've only seen Because it's not like he did a ton Willy of Wonka, movies. Blazing Saddles, and, um, a Young Frankenstein. So I think I've only done Young, Young Frankenstein and Willy Wonka. But have Willy Wonka. <laughs> it's a very much a Mel Brooks movie, but it's worth seeing, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, I he's recall. a sardonic motherfucker and yeah. stuff. I love hearing him talk about stuff, because he's, that's the thing about Gene Wilder. He's such a gentle guy. Like, you hear him talk, he's like, he almost sounds like, like, like somebody telling you a little bit bedtime story with yeah, the way you talk the like time. hello what's this and then it start yelling blah, blah, blah. you know that's the thing about yeah. Willy Wonka because he's so gentle I know. but then Willy Wonka turn on a dime and be, is one of the, the most fuck? transcendental characters there's yeah. a reason why that was his most popular because I mean that yeah. really was a distillation of what his on-screen personality was and also like. he was just such a perfect children's character because he wasn't he was creepy and strange and terrifying and funny and very real and authentic. He, it felt like the full and unknowable, but almost in but a way that no intimate. adults really are. He almost yeah. seems like it's not, a very childish thing. It wasn't a know? child, not an adult, but like something almost like yeah. he could have been a fucking cue in terms yeah. of just like just an otherworldly. I mean, that's, like, well, that's one of the most perfect for Wonka was just yeah. it was like such, David Bowie. It was one of the most perfect. Well, that's what's been some people, the, the fact that we've lost Gene Wilder, Wa- uh, Bowie, Prince this year. It's been a bad year for ethereal. 
child men mm-hmm. thing yeah. people yeah, yeah. in yeah. terms of but yeah and according Johnny to- Depp wishes he was I know why on earth Johnny Depp's you try why on earth would you try to to follow that role because you all are owned it yeah like, well Johnny so Depp's response funny. to that was like I'll just be Michael Jackson yeah and be this very coy crappy just I mean of course like, the answer is you do something else oh I forgot did, that so he whatever. I totally forgot that he did a Wonka yeah movie. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, thought that was I really just thought like like when you think about like actors that are in that are they're working right now yeah, yeah. who are who who could potentially be com- compared to Gene Wilder Johnny Depp is one of them that pops to Just my mind. Like, goofiness, but, he, but not like. But yeah. he's he's he lacks that. Like the one thing that I always appreciated about Gene Wilder is that as a person, he he was a very he seemed like a very good dude. And he's mm-hmm. a very authentic. Something person. something that I read when uh, about his uh, his Alzheimer's and why. He didn't want to come out because, or come out and oh, talk yeah, about it. Oh, yeah, that's the heartbreaking thing. Yeah. He didn't want to come out and talk about it because he didn't want a kid to, who had possibly seen Willy Wonka mm-hmm. to, to to point to see him and say, "Mom, Dad, that's Willy Wonka," and have their parents possibly the thought process of this, yeah, like, have their yeah. parents possibly say, "Well." You know, have He's to explain. Sick. Have yeah. to explain. One less smile Alzheimer's. in the world because yeah. they saw Gene That's Wilder. Yeah, he fucking he sad. always wanted to be able to add to the collective good of the universe and not yeah. take away by in, yeah. even if it was by him showing up all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah he just I want to go back and watch more Gene Wilder stuff. I've never seen the producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that he was in a production of The Little Prince where he played the fox? No. And he's just really weird. There's the one of the first clips if you look up on Gene Wilder on YouTube now. It's him just being Gene Wilder, just being he's. Dressed in a brown suit, that's the cl- he's not like in a fox outfit, but he's yeah. just, but it just the his personality. There's never I've never seen another personality like that on yeah. on, on the screen. Yeah. We'll never see that again. The hell of a thing. And I did sit down and watch Willy Wonka. Man, that movie still fucking cracks me up. Man, that guy who builds the machine that's supposed to predict where the next golden ticket shows up. <laughs> I mean, that movie's funny because Gene so, Wilder. That movie no, just even aside from Gene Wilder. That movie is one Gene of the Wilder. best movies. Like, it really is. That like, movie's... the production is so great. Like, the production values are so great and weird. Like, the editing is so great and so, weird. That's a good The time. casting is the so The production perfect. values are better than Star Trek? <laughs> Cha. Yes. It's actually edited. It's not just a film stage play. <laughs> I didn't realize for the first time <laughs> while know, watching sorry. this, while still like kind of teary-eyed over the fact Gene Wilder just died like less than 24 hours before, is fucking Uncle Grandpa fucks Charlie in the ass because it's Uncle Grandpa who says, hey, Charlie, let's steal some fizzy lifting drinks. Uh-huh. You think legally Charlie would have some recourse at the end says, you know what? That was fucking Grandpa Joe's fucking shit, not mine. You got some cameras. Oompa Loompa's <laughs> minus some cameras there. We could prove that. I shouldn't have brought him. I'm sorry for that, but that was he fucked me no, up. No, because he knows that he, he by his responsibility, is for his uncle's actions as well. I like, know. He did act he's in them, but he's responsible man. for the consequences. Well, deleted he's scene. too good. And then on the Blu-ray, there's a deleted scene where he takes the <laughs> everlasting Gostoffer, <laughs> just fucking rams it down Gene Wilder's throat, and you son of a bitch! Gene Wilder's like, oh, shit, I didn't expect <laughs> I thought you'd do that to Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, I'll do that too in both of them. He just breaks some legs and he'll never leave that bed again. Actually, a fucking hostile takeover of Charlie over the chocolate factory at this point. Dark. (laughs) Sorry to get all dark daddy on your phone. Dark daddy. Dark daddy. Oh my god. You're a dark daddy. So, of course. Of course, Warner Brothers wants to turn Harry Potter and the Cursed Child into a movie trilogy. Rumors suggest they want to have the first film out by 2020, which would be when most of the movie no. takes place. So, cursed. 
Cursed. No, we Estelle, I'm voting for cursed. <laughs> You're going for cursed. I'm going cursed. Elizabethan. I did look shit. this up. J.K. Rowling does say cursed. Does she? Of course, she's British. Which is, well, that's the British pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Cursed. Boy, <laughs> that's You're also right. There's no right or wrong. Which, uh, yeah, anyway, which would win most of the tor- which would be when most of the story takes place. 2020 and Jesus Christ, the Deathly Hollows epilogue takes place exactly one year from now. It's September. The, yeah. we're, as we're recording, this is this is the first week of September 2016. That place in the first week of September 2017. Did you see the King's Cross Station? Because it's the year that everybody goes to Hogwarts. Had Hogwarts on their yeah departures. September first. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, curse. See, curse the child. Curse the child. Well, also sounds like shitty kid. (laughs) The shitty kid. Harry Potter and the tale of the shitty kid. Harry Potter and the cursed. 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 Like, you know, terrible child. Cursing child. (laughs) Fucking shit. Cursed. Cursed to me means like damned. Yeah. You know, like. See, that's what I. That's what. Oh, cursed. No, I. Although, I read the book and I didn't even know who the cursed child is specifically supposed to be. Is it supposed to be the child of. The love child of. Voldemort and blah blah blah. Jenny about Weasley. That? Did I say that? You. Oh, Jenny okay. Spoilers. Weasley. Jenny Weasley. <laughs> she had to try. Oh man! So we wait. She's recording. married to Harry. No, yeah, yeah. Not oh, the actress. Never mind. She's not. Sorry. That's good. <laughs> wait, what? I was. So I was <laughs> looking at the Great British Bake Off tag on Tumblr before we started recording, just uh-huh, to look uh-huh. off, like again, if I wanted to see, in case we had Great British Bake Off art for the podcast this week. I saw one of the pictures. It's the it's Jenny Weasley on the Bake Off set. Oh yeah. Being like, I want. Oh, the actress who played Ginny yeah, Weasley. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was very happy. I was kind of boop, boop, boop. What the hell were we talking about? We're talking oh, about Cursed Child so movie. I guess so. This news was broken by, it was, I guess, a British tabloid, so who knows if they're wrong, but like, would anyone be surprised that, because, well, so, but it is true that Warner Brothers did file a trademark copyright for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, despite the fact they have absolutely nothing to do with that play. It would be really interesting if you just got the original kids. That's what they're talking they're, about. Yeah, they're all Because those kids. Now. Yeah. And it would be a movie that's actually You'd taking place in the year. age up a little bit. Well, that's why everyone's already like, oh man. And I already pointed out there's already hot Hermione in those books. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, her, like, yeah. you could. Yeah. Yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe was asked about this this week. And even he was like, you know what? The script ought to be really good. But then again, Harrison Ford said he would never come back and play Hansel. And look what happened there. So he's like, <laughs> everyone seems to be kind of like, well, we'll see. Yeah, he's but... too busy playing corpses. He's shit. He's going to cut his leg off for his next movie. And they're gonna fucking, it's going to be Harry Potter with a peg leg. The one thing is Snape does show up in the book. He plays a central part of the book. Alan Rickman's gone. What do you do? Yeah. Get Q. John Delancey. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Cumberbatch? <laughs> yeah, my Cumberbatch. So, so stop. My, my genders. No, that's stop. The, no, that's the name of my uh, roller derby. Isn't that her? That's Tilda Swinton's legal name. <laughs> but also, it's the butch version of Benedict Cumberbatch. It's Tilda Swinton. Yeah, Cumberbatch. Yeah. It's what damn. he becomes when he's Doctor Strange, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Tilda Swinton teaches him how to be butch. Maybe it'd be... And live in a box. Maybe punch Did a dick, that? Cumberbutch. <laughs> Maybe that would be oh, punch a dick. My, I'm trying to think of what's like. How do you how do you make the first okay. name roller derby? That's should <laughs> writing that down. Punch a dick, Cumberbutch. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Hey, did you know that Shin Godzilla is heading stateside in October? Tell me about this, Annie. Uh, <laughs> it's a is it that Japanese Godzilla? It's the movie? new Godzilla. It's being the a limited subtitled release here in the states next yeah. month. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll show in two theaters. It'll make $20, but yeah, coming out. It's burnt. It's baking Godzilla. Godzilla baked up and glowing from the inside out. Oh, oh yeah, I thought yeah, I thought yeah. you meant that he was going to be a chef. 
He's making macaroons. I heard bacon, and I'm like, wow, they're really going for that Reddit vote, aren't they? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Christ. Good. We heard two different things. Oh. Season two of Stranger Things Oncoming. I don't know. I started saying like, like this. Uh, it's There was an interesting announcement trailer that rattles off the titles for all season two episodes and a fall 84 date. Yeah, it's weird. So it's a trailer. It's just the opening of Stranger Things. And suddenly these words start showing up. You're like, what the hell is this? And you realize it's episode titles, mm-hmm. which I guess that means I've got the episodes written if they already have all the th- episode sure. titles for them. And just says, the adventure continues in the fall of 1984. But you guys still haven't seen Stranger Things, I, so this doesn't mean anything to you I guys. Wonder, I wonder. Well, it does kind of because everybody every, no one will shut up about it at work and that's it's kind of hmm. and i'm and i'm just like well I'm, we killed our netflix account so i'm yeah. like we're, we're just, oh you did we're, yeah yeah we're doing that instead we're doing sling tv instead of netflix for now so just for now but do you guys but, like stranger things not probably not okay <laughs> i'm just saying i haven't I, I mean you fully might be interested in it someday but i don't know yeah i feel like you and then matt made fun of me because he said he's like oh it's a very hipster view of you it's like the more people talk about yeah. it yeah and the more you guys people, getting all bill mudron about it yeah a little bit getting bill mudron about it because it's it's also the more people talk about it where i don't respect their opinions oh yeah. no. and they're like it's amazing and i'm just like it's yeah, a shitty, you're a shitty beam. person. It's a sti- it's it's a kind of like a mid-tier Stephen King novel turned into a TV. Oh, it's yeah. good. I really like it, but yeah. but it kind of knows it's kind of crummy. It's not trying to swing for the f- But that's I watched it the day it came out. Yeah. And so I I would probably be sharing if I had not seen it, I'd be like, what the fuck is what the fuck yeah. waffle yeah. some shit? What the fuck? Who cares? Nostalgic bullshit. Go out, go out, watch Super 8 again, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Pieces of shit. But yeah, it's actually nah, we'll I'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And we've been we've I mean we've been working on on working on and watching and kind of focusing on other things. Yeah. So like, we needed comfort food, sustained comfort food over the last like month or so. So elementary's been really Which good is why that. elementary and bake off and that yeah. Yeah. stuff. I'm like, I really Really needed, I really needed a soft pillow with which to lay my head down. Exactly. exactly. I would be curious to see what you guys think about the, the alcoholic cop in Stranger Things, just because he's got Prob- kind of a guy. Probably going to love him. Yes. <laughs> he's not a big oh, bruiser, man. but like... I went to a friend's oh, gallery God. opening on Friday and saw a friend and her her boyfriend, and um, they're very nice people. I will not speak ill of them, per se, except that um, it somehow casually came up that I'm a recovering alcoholic, and my friend had never had... I've told her about this, but you, she'd forgotten. You've told her numerous yeah times. and so she's like and she was and, and to be fair she was like what does that mean for you and i was like well i still drink beer and liquor or she, beer and wine but i don't drink any hard alcohol anymore and it was so funny because the two of them had the two like perfectly encapsulated worst reactions to someone telling you you're an alcoholic she started holding her drink kind of behind her back and kept trying to get her boyfriend to stop talking altogether because I clearly was too sensitive to talk about alcohol at all. Whereas he was just blithely like, you ever have a beer and bourbon? It's really good. And you get so drunk for your dollar and just kept talking about all the alcohol he likes to drink. And he's mm-hmm. like, and like just totally oblivious. Like he doesn't understand. Huh. Like, like a, it was like a confused dog or something where it's like, oh yeah, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Alcoholic's great. Blah, 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 blah. That's all, I like how they really played into their gender roles there. It was kind of like, amazing. Like o- over, over compensating. Like, oh no, we yep. have to pretend this doesn't exist versus exactly. I'll just whoa, run roughshod over what you just said. Exactly. Just, yeah. there, there, it was, like, it was, it was kind like of impressive. Being at a being at a family this reunion is... with like a your weird aunt and her like weird boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You can say this, is Steve and Sarah, Steve Lieber and Sarah. Oh, of Ryan. course, it's yeah. Steve Lieber and Sarah. Because they are Ryan. just always just 
Oh my god, they're terrible. Um, um, no, it was just really funny. Yeah. What, it, what was really it was great actually, was that... it was actually two Dylans. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, 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 just one had a beard. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, we need to get Dylan to do that for Halloween this year. Just be Mira Dylan, which is just Dylan with a goatee. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be amazing. Um, But anyway, uh, it was really funny, and the best part of it all, though, was also trying to overthrow Earth. Yeah, yeah. It was a really shitty day. I had a really hard day at work. Work's been really hard lately. I'm hopefully I'm through the worst of it. But like, we had huge technical issues. A giant deadline was due. I was having a really hard day, and I really wanted to drink. Like, I really wanted a bourbon, like, really badly. And them being so shitty about it, I was like, that fixed it. I don't want it anymore. Suddenly scrubbed any romance or kind of attractiveness off this whole thing. Speaking of Dylan, we, in our Geek Week in Review, or in our our Week in Review, I should say, didn't talk about the most important thing that happened this week. Uh Uh-oh. Foley played D&D for the first ever time. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it we was were just. Great. Uh, we have a. I have a tiny little game with uh, with uh, Dylan and friend of the podcast Stephen Heinz, and uh, yeah, Foley. We we've only done like one tiny little tutorial encounter, and uh, Foley was like, "Can I play?" And uh, so yeah, Foley joined our adventure this week. We fucked shit up. Yeah, it was really good. I made friends with a bear. Uh, Are you playing as an owl bear? No, I'm not. I'm playing because he had a bunch of like pre-made, basically like okay, pre- yeah. pre-rolled characters, and you can yeah. change. They're already level five. He lives so. in Chicago. Yeah. How are you yeah. guys doing this? We're doing it. There's a, a website called Roll Twenty. Oh, okay. Um, we're using so Roll20 he can keep Google track Hangouts. of all the stats. Are you guys? Man, well, Roll Twenty is every, great, Bill. It's you really should, great. You should take a look at everyone it. in the party. Are you guys at least getting together and then telecommunicating, or are you guys just all doing this from home? We had been doing it all together in the same room with Dylan coming over because I just wanted to have an excuse to see Dylan on yeah. the rig. But uh, um, last week, Foley wasn't feeling very well. So there's no Dylan reason why I couldn't home. just like if everyone has so, access yeah. to D20 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. what's Roll the website? 20, roll Twenty. Roll Twenty. What's nice is that you can program macros for your abilities and everything that will automatically roll the right number. Oh, Nice. Dice, so all this shit. Steven set all like, this stuff up. Yeah, he. Mm-hmm. I think it's like he because he has an existing weekly campaign that he's had for a couple of years yeah, okay, now. Yeah, so, he so I think he has all stuff. these assets built up. I think we're in the same yeah. kind of world of his yeah. other campaign. So yeah, yeah I'm a uh, a a a little dwarf named uh, Bess Proudbeard who uh, in our first adventure wanted to look uh, it's her first time in the big city and she wanted to look real cool so she went to a what was a fucking funny name Cause what was it Cause I do not remember but you got your mustache God, so Cause Magician Cause Magician cause fucking Steve Hines is amazing and so yeah it was a cosmetic magician and she got her hair did and it magically dyed her bleached her mustache and one elven babe said she looks cute and now she She's just owning it. And Foley is a drunken monk named Ren. Mm-hmm. Aww. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Foley, in her first ever Dungeons & Dragons encounter, made a bear friend. So uh, things are coming up Foley. May- became friends with a bear or we- crafted there- a bear friend no, out of, like, there wood. Was, there was Hewed an, it with an axe. There was an orc riding a bear. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Stephen kept bringing up that the bear looked uncomfortable. Yeah. So I was, like, I was it, the bear threw its rider. And I said, before I do anything, I want to roll a nature check to see if I can become friends with this bear. <laughs> and I rolled really high on both. It was on really the, good. All of my nature checks were like 24 or over. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this bear loves you. And I'm like, <laughs> yes! Yes! This bear saw you on a distant mountaintop and is only here because it came running to become your friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. With the orc still on its back going, what the fuck? 
fuck. That, that we'll was see great. how this goes. We'll see how it goes. Aww. It was a lot of fun. That's great. Who, who, how many people are you playing with? There's just the four of us. Oh, really? Okay, that's It cool. was just the three of us, so I'm really glad Foley showed up because now it's like, because my ability, I realized, I picked my character just because I, I really wanted to play a shitty little teen dwarf. That was kind of the extent of what I wanted to do, so yeah. I picked the only dwarf character. But my, my dwarf's abilities are all pretty much augmenting other people's attacks, and Dylan is playing this half-elf diplomat who can't hit for beans, so it's like, I'm like, this isn't really good. That's pretty much her character when we were playing, when we were playing together, mm-hmm. where she was playing a delf elf, kind of like hiding Dylan in the shell. and I are both very, we pretty rapidly devolved into exactly the sort of characters we always Which, play, to be so. fair, if I were playing with you guys, I would have too, like yeah. an idiot just like bumbling around. Well, yeah. the whole point of this is that this is like, because I, I told, the reason why I wanted to play D&D is that I'm like, I, you know, life has been kind of stressful lately and I want to have a dumb escape where I don't have to think too hard yeah. and I can just goof off and play pretend. So we're not trying to do anything high or artful or just trying to have a ridiculous adventure and Stephen Heinz has been so patient and Made so game. Stephen Heinz super cool dude. He's one of the best dudes in the world. Yeah. It was one of those moments too where suddenly I was like, I'm playing with people that I've known like over half of my life. Like it was a weird moment because I've like, I knew Stephen and, and Dylan when I was a teenager. Yeah, first time Gross. I met you in the flesh, you and Stephen were driving out, drove out here. Yeah. Oh and... no, that was, we met in San Diego. Oh, that well, oh, that's right. Yeah. But then like a year later, Bill, that's. Bill doesn't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember when you were on that amazing so tall that ship and was good like times, hung out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Congratulations Memories. playing that. So anyway, are you guys is are you guys playing for a set number of weeks or until you guys get bored or anything just particular? Playing every other week, I'll just see how it goes. Okay, well yeah, D and D campaigns. I don't know started. if there was anything where you like sit down and say, Okay, we'll play for like six weeks and start okay. Yeah. Well I mean imagine if your DM has a set campaign. Are you guys playing Dungeons and Dragons or his own We're playing fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. So we're because that's where he had all this shit set yeah. up for it. Foley, did you hear the thing about supposedly the first edition of Dungeons and Dragons? A lot of the monsters were based off of Hong Kong cheap plastic monster toys? Yeah. Really? The Owlbear yeah. is, if you Google this, look up like Hong Kong Toys Owlbear. Okay. It's just a, it's an Owlbear, it was a cheap toy from like 1972 it's from really Hong Kong cute. that they just traced yeah. for the illustration for Owlbear. I mean, granted, if you find that, you could probably find that toy on eBay right now for yeah. like, for like five cents. Yeah. But if you just still want an Owlbear for any particular reason, even just for your desk at work <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's pretty um, great. It's ridiculous. Like a little like, yellow plastic doll, yeah. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Which, I, I didn't realize that's what an Owlbear was supposed to look like, which I guess that's about as... That's yeah. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. So like all of the original ones are based off of Yeah, if you yeah. really look, yeah. 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 It's pretty great. Yeah. Look at them, they're ridiculous. No <laughs> one can see this. This is excellent radio. It's excellent radio. Anyway, Holy Pokemon D and D is really Pokemon D and D. I'm in the zeitgeist. <laughs> That's right. Uh What's anyway. Next? Oh, I said that. Jackie Chan to get a life chain achievement Oscar. Man, well deserved. What did I, I do? Lo- no, it was just cute the way that you you, you, I'm, you I'm stumbled s- over I'm that. I'm stumbling a little bit. Life chime. <laughs> <laughs> I I did it with Stranger Things chair. Oh, Jackie Chan should get a life should get an award just for not being dead. Yeah, because he's like broken every bone in his body. He's got mm-hmm. a hole in his head from doing all these stunts from his movies. Have you guys ever seen Jackie Chan yeah. movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I watched something where I watched him squeeze like in through and then go out of a shopping cart. Yeah. 
And like, even if you don't watch Jackie Chan movies, it's worth it just to look it up on YouTube for like all the highlights of all the stuff yeah. and stuff he's done because it's fucking yeah. Weirdly, um, my my most of my fondness for Jackie Chan of all things the cartoon from the cartoon Jackie Chan Adventures, which so I it was really like enjoyed. you were a nineties kid or uh, something. Yeah, it was a really cute cartoon. It was I vaguely remember that it looked a lot like the Men in Black cartoon. I didn't know if it was like a similar creative mm-hmm. team. Yeah, because it looked like kind of similar angular character design. Sure, Men in Black was canceled and they just got shuffled off right off exactly. on Jackie Chan Adventures. I'm sure. I saw something about how supposedly Jackie Chan was like the second highest earning male actor in Hollywood last year. He made sixty one million dollars, huh. only beaten out by the rock mm-hmm. that sounds like propaganda it seems like somebody would have made more money last year than than jackie chan or mm-hmm. the or, or well i could well, see the dwayne, rock being dwayne johnson one. is dwayne, no, johnson, dwayne johnson i mean think of all the movies he was in last his, year well, even fast and the furious fast by itself yeah. his brand yeah. is strong his brand is strong but jackie chan what the hell did jackie chan do last year I don't know. maybe it's just like karate kid 2 like, or something he yeah. sold a car i don't know <laughs> he has a recording star you know he has a whole music what? career yeah, a lot of his movies in 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 Hong Kong have him singing over the end credits. Oh my god, that's he adorable. sold CDs. That's adorable. Which he's a little potato man. You don't expect he's him to great. be singing. That's pretty adorable. He has many but... skills. Yeah. Penguin Classics just publics writing published. Excuse me, I can't speak. Barbara. We need to have lunch. Penguin Classics just published writings from ancient Egypt. Waves the first have come. Egy- <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite poem. <laughs> E.E. Cummings. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the only the thing I'm thinking come. about right now. Isn't that famous bill? Japanese print with the wave? The first English collection <laughs> of stories collected from Egyptian oh hieroglyphics. God. Really? The Egyptian Book of the Dead doesn't quite count as that's just a collection of translated spells and rituals. Now I feel really bad. Yeah, I was going to say this is relevant really, to your interest, motherfucker. <laughs> now you have no idea what you actually just said. Something I know about what hieroglyphics. I'm going to get you for your birthday. I'm going to get you a copy of Writings from Ancient Re- Egypt with a book wrap over it that says Waves of Come. <laughs> By Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> but yeah, I guess like there's everything from That's like really cool from like historical. There's like a bunch of stuff written by a farmer. That they somehow found hieroglyphics of, nice. and that, that's part of the text, and so if you just want a slice of, like, Egyptian life. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Is this stuff written by a farmer? Is it, like, um, early twilight? And by written, you think, <laughs> chiseled over the course of chisel. Chisel. It's just, it's like, we have this we character. By hieroglyphics, papyrus, it's just a y'all. picture of a dog fucking a pig. All right. That's, that's the ancient All Egyptian right. slash fic. And, of course, there's going to be a great British Bake Off coloring book coming out in November from the guy Are who you... does all the drawings of everyone's Bake Offs, no less. Yeah, right it's before we start recording look up uh yeah uh, uh it's it's when the dude's name is like tom howe or something like that okay. the guy essentially took his illustration of the great british bake-off stripped off the coloring and made a coloring book Aww. out of it oh that's cute that's so awesome. yeah and that comes out in november and I, I i tweeted that this morning and i got a th- that's probably one of the most popular well, this things looks like you about. did this like that looks very bill uh-huh, i know maybe i'm gonna do, i'm gonna do my own rip-off <laughs> great british bake-off coloring book but yeah it's the guy who illustrates all the cakes and stuff that's for that great. show um, oh, that's great. I wonder if there's going to be... Uh, do you get to color Paul Hollywood? It is currently the number one release in fashion coloring books for grown-ups. Wow, is that I love that's a enough? whole channel of itself of these days. Of course it yeah. is. Says that's the guy the who one. drew shitload of Star Trek exploration <laughs> color. Yeah. Yeah. Pays the bills. Pays the bills. Most importantly, final note from Bill. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Uh, no yeah, more white. No the... more white after Monday. <laughs> oh, that's true. Actually, today's it. Yeah, Pulling no, today to tomorrow. Bill, or... take off all your white. <laughs> oh, no. No one, no one. Actually, He's only wearing white right now. <laughs> He's my little angel. <laughs> no chubby cherub. The wings, too. <laughs> Have you guys... Te- <laughs> Sorry, Bill. And Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the enthusiasm. <laughs> Kathleen Turner 
Sarah and Sarah Lebon does kill someone for wearing white after labor. Yeah, I know. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. yeah. Seriously? Did you go to like a Parks and Rec place where like no. Jerry, Jerry did the painting and no, he made Tom not. a fat fat cherub baby? <laughs> <No. laughs> I did not go that place. Hey, oh, but that means football uh, starts up this week. Yep. Fucking TV you. comes back. TV, TV comes TV back. TV comes back. For- yeah, I like you're like maybe we'll start watching Deep Space Nine but with all this TV coming back. You're not gonna watch Deep yeah. Space Nine. Maybe in next summer when there's nothing on. But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, for yeah, for people who don't who don't live in the United States, what's Labor Day? Don't, didn't we like? I'm pretty sure Labor Day has some sort of unfortunate what? history. What it's about the. I wonder what specific. I know it's about like. I think it was the a American day off worker. during a labor strike. But like, yeah, I have no idea what the genesis of Labor Day is, other uh, than you're not supposed to work. You're supposed to cook out, eat some beans. For the for the two of us, it's it just, a Fourth of July that, now part that we two. Happen, now that we happen to be in roles where we're considered um, corporate, uh, oh, it, yeah. it just means that we get three day fucking weekend. Oh, you do? Yeah. You guys do have off tomorrow? Oh man! Yeah, I, yeah. this is. I should not be making more garbage food in the world, but tomorrow. Oregon was the first state in the United States to make an official public holiday. Good. Fuck. I would have yeah. said once in like 1933 or something. 1887. Oh, it's that old? I thought it was a relatively yeah. newer holiday. I would have imagined after the early first, early 20th century like labor revolts. And it was stuff proposed like that. in the 1880s. Huh, I'm kind of surprised. I could have sworn there was something about Labor Day being like an unfortunate day. Well, well I see, I like see the Homestead Massacre. Like, I uh, would have Following the... the deaths of workers at the hands of the United States Army and United States Marshal Service during the Pullman Strike of 1894, the United States Congress unanimously voted to approve legislation to make Labor Day a national holiday. Huh. It, 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 he signed into law six days after the end of the strike. I knew there was something out. Uh... It was uh, he uh, being uh, Grover Cleveland. Uh, C- Cleveland supported the creation of the national holiday and attempted to shore up support among trade unions following the Pullman strike. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I vaguely remember something. So that really was more of a PR campaign than anything else. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Let's have the day off. We all get to make hamburgers. Sorry, we killed you. I'm gonna play Overwatch with Kate. I'm going to probably play some Battlefield. Yeah. I'm going to dunk Annie off the, the <laughs> I'm going to play one game of Overwatch and then Foley is going to remove When you're a freelance me. artist like you are, Foley, you have to remember to take that day off too. So play Battlefield. Don't draw. It's tempting to draw. <laughs> but take the day off to play video games. You do some drawing. Maybe a little bit. To make yourself feel better, but don't feel obligated to draw. I, but I got to the, the fights. Yeah, she's got to like, the fun It's the fun part. stuff. But yeah, yeah but still you got to take the punches and the horses. It would be so cool if by your birthday you could have, like we could start publishing it yeah that would be, be a good, good goal that'd be good what's that's like a little end no that's like november end 20 november. So, fully security yeah. social uh-huh. security number is nine eight four how did you know <laughs> son of a bitch bill <laughs> no no I'm, um, I'm future boys ultran that's right that's right oh um, hey everybody this was the boy hattie podcast we were always coming at you live from bill's basement i'm annie that was bill and this is fully i'm just I'm... that garnet kissed him <laughs> well, not you peck. Man, I'm going to make some, oh god, was it bacon meatloaf burgers tomorrow and some yeah. s'mores fudge. Oh, we should try making those taco burgers we were talking about. We, taco we have burgers? so many, we have so much We have so much. Is it taco, oh, is it just a, there's a hamburger Dude, with there's... taco seasoning in the, in the beet, meat, beef? In the meat? In the beet meat. In the straight up in my meat. I love beet meat. Uh... <laughs> Wow, there's there's some uh-huh. sort of delicious. My like, first child will be named B. Yeah, yeah, I have some sort of, sort of pork Sammy. Yeah, we're gonna, we're we'll gonna do make. that. We'll make that. Yeah. Sounds good. 
Um, uh, I have all the popcorn I could ever possibly fully, want. We went on a snack popcorn. run yesterday, uh, and uh, we, we just wanted to buy a pile of popcorn. Yeah, just exclusively well, like, like bought, a bag of popcorn. Yeah, just like, exclusively bought bags of popcorn. My plan like, for the rest of the day involved going home, a cheddar. pot gummy, some popcorn, and just fucking sitting on my ass. Cheddar, <laughs> cheddar, uh, cheddar, and uh, caramel corn. Mixed. Yeah, dog. It's good as shit. Mixed together? Mixed. Yeah, dog. It's good as hell. I'm going to bring it for, I'll bring it for you. It's good as hell, That's Bill. I'm talking about taco popcorn and I threw up all of my friends' <laughs> car. Taco popcorn? We went to the popcorn palace at the mall. Uh, and I thought, there's oh, a- I love tacos and I love popcorn. I'm going to get a giant family-sized bag of taco popcorn for like a dollar because it was on sale. I didn't uh-huh. think about why it would why? be on sale. And I ate half of it on the way to the car and I threw up all <laughs> I was like a spray jet of just like half-digested taco-scented popcorn. And oh. on that beautiful note, <laughs> that's my- just imagine Bill all in white, his little wings <laughs> spluttering. <laughs> it's my favorite Yankee Candle scent. <laughs> And with that, splatter. boy howdy podcast.com is our website. <laughs> at boy howdy podcast is our Twitter handle. Goodbye. Goodbye. <sighs> Goodbye. Come flavored popcorn. Oh, God. Don't know. Tell me why to be like white cheddar. No. <laughs> it tastes like those trees that bloom. I mean, it depends. Yeah, kind of. What you mean? Sunday, I guess. Yeah, Asperger's. <laughs> or wait, what? You don't eat Asperger's, you put it in the oven. Delicious. Yeah, okay. Burgers taste like, bo- shaped like bottles. There it goes. And you get a butt, what, what the bun, wouldn't you have the buns shaped like butts? No, because I want the burger to be shaped like a butt. They have no, butt, butt. I, don't look at me like No, I'm the bun's shaped like a butt, so when you press down on the ketchup comes out, it looks like you have problems. <laughs> or that's the cum coming out of the butt. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm not helping. Where's the stop button? Hold on, everybody. Here it comes.
If you truly wish to 